0: Who rules the night? Hey, pal, go fly a kite. This is the run. It is the run. This is the run. Hi. Hello. How you doing? This is The Run, a comic book podcast about creators, characters, or sagas, a.k.a. Runs. With me, as always, Jonathan Kovacs. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Dave? You all right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Chris Boyce is on the other uh, end of this wonderful podcast recording in America somewhere, right? Hi.
1: Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I had a little well, bit of whiskey sunny.
0: in my coffee. I apologize. So this will be an interesting recording.
1: Uh, I've been drinking V8 Splash Fruit Medley all morning. Really? What flavor? It's fruit medley. Oh,
0: it's just... Tastes like... It's lawless? Yeah, it tastes like Hawaiian Punch. Oh, okay. Yeah, pretty much. It's just that people are sick of tomato juice. So they're just like, fuck it. Let's make something people will actually drink. Because if you drink V8 out of the can, you're a weirdo.
2: Well, yeah. That's it has, true. It's fruits, fruit and vegetable juice, basically. But it just tastes like... Uh, it tastes like tomato soup. No, no, no. I'm saying soup. the one he, oh. he's drinking. Yeah. Oh. Regular V8's disgusting. I hate tomato. Yeah. yeah we yeah. watch us alienate everyone that listens. But, to, uh, I drink V8. But now that V8 fruit, they came out with that a while ago. It's not bad. It's just really high in sugar for yeah. diabetics like me. How you doing, guys?
0: It's It's been a couple weeks. Broken bat has happened. Batman's been broken. No more Batman. The end. He's broken. Bat. Broken bat. I shouldn't have had that much whiskey, huh? I'm getting a little jittery here. Uh, Chris, before we get started you said that you went somewhere
1: Yeah last night uh, me and uh, the lady and some friends went to Hump Fest. Um If you don't know what Humpfest is it is an amateur porno film festival that was created by Dan Savage might uh, if you ever live listen to the uh, or read his articles, Savage love also has a podcast.
0: Um, He's very catty. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love him when he's on Bill Maher. It's really hilarious, especially with like real conservative Republicans it makes him so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can submit your own videos for the festival. Um, if you see it in Seattle, Portland or San Francisco, you get to vote on, uh, best in show, uh, the sexiest, like best sex, best kink and best humor. Cause some of them are really funny. Um, yeah, this is our third time going to it. It was a lot third of fun. Third time? Uh, is
0: this yearly or is this just like every few months?
1: Uh, yearly. Um, they had a best of also. Um, so like they contacted all the other creators, uh, asked like, hey, do you sell the videos and can you resubmit them? Because they're very like strict anti-phone. Um, you know, once you submit the videos, they're viewed at the festival and then they're deleted. Um, so it's pretty much, you know, people can be a, a porn star for a weekend, not their whole life.
0: Oh, so do they do the thing where like some uh, comedy shows where they just zip lock your phone and those like, green uh, yeah, bags?
1: they have a whole rule. They said, we will take your phone away and we will never give it back.
2: I like that. If, if you yeah. break the um, rule.
1: Yes. Do you have um, to sign
2: something?
0: I would imagine that, I don't know, there's a lot of legal tape there. If they just straight up steal your property.
1: I'm sure it's probably with the ticket purchase. Hmm. So, um, but they do uh, they do go on tour, so I know they went to Pittsburgh two years ago or so, so if it ever goes back, I'll let you guys know.
0: Here's the thing. First off, this is a comic book podcast, but I'm very interested in this. Is it just like a convention center, or is it like out, outside in tents since you're in Portland, or uh, what?
1: So Portland, it was at Revolution Hall, which is an old school that's been reformatted into like a bar event center. So it's, it's like in a big auditorium, like a theater.
0: Okay, so it's just one one giant room where they show all this shit? Yep. And it's just a constant 24-hour stream then? Just like, here's a scene, here's a scene, here's a scene. You can walk out whenever you want? Like,
1: No, they're only like uh, three to five minutes long, and there was like 18 of them.
0: And you just sit in an auditorium with a bunch of other people and watch porn?
1: Yeah, everybody cheers and laughs. and No, nah, that's damned. Okay, um, so that's I'm my sure.
0: fear. If I was to go to one of these <laughs> things, it's just some guy just fucking batching off. Right next to me or no, a couple things
1: away? It's not some shady porno theater bullshit. It's actually like a, a nice event where a lot of respectable people actually go.
0: Respectable. I can get that. I can yes. get the end that. Okay. Uh, uh, so which one did you vote for?
1: Uh, there was this one called Trough Guy, um, and it was a wait, musical. Wait, wait, wait. Time
0: out, time out. Oh, you said it was a musical? I was gonna say trough was like, guy was this guy fucking someone in a pee trough at a stadium or something like that.
1: So it was like this gay guy in a bathroom, and he kept like coming up to people as they're peeing in the trough, trying to get them to pee on him. But he would be like singing about it, like as a musical. It was really <laughs> funny.
0: Were you actually seeing people pee on? We've alienated everyone that's still listening to it <laughs> at this point. Were you actually seeing people peeing, or was it just like like a behind the back view, uh, like, in fact? like
1: straight on? Yeah, right at the. Yeah, like two other people come in, they turn him down. Then the one guy's finally like, "Do you want me to pee on you?" And he just like smiles, and it just ends with him being peed on,
0: <laughs> like on his leg or in his face,
1: right in the face.
0: Wow. All right, that's that's that's. I mean, that's I guess that's pretty progressive. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I want to watch porn with a bunch of other people. You said there's no one batching off, but you know someone's in there like. There has to be at least one guy in there, like, moving his thighs rapidly. (laughs) 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 Or, like, he has one of those uh, remote control vibrator things that he just turns on. You know, it's low-key. But, well, HumpFest, get you some. Uh, Jonathan, (laughs) how about you? Uh, Anything new with you and
2: exciting before you start? Uh, I've just been living or working in the uh, butthole of a random state, not not ours. I'm not going to alienate more of our listeners, but... (laughs) Just in the middle of nowhere. off in the butthole <laughs> in the middle of the state. Yeah, basically. Just working in the middle of nowhere uh, on a gas compressor site. All I can say is we think that Pittsburgh can be bad, man. You get outside and some of these other rural places. No, oh, I live in rural Virginia. It's ass. Oh, I can. Oh, it's Especially it's amazing the- that you're going down the road, and here's nice house, nice house, broken down yeah. ratty trailer. Yeah. Nice house, falling apart trailer. Nice house, nice house. And yeah, uh, it's, it's something else. It's crazy. But, yeah. Uh, working six tens and it's exhausting. Yeah.
0: I'm not interesting at all. So we're going to get on with this. (laughs) So who rules the night is the follow-up to broken bat. It's the part 1.2. Maybe I would guess you call this is still under the nightfall banner before it becomes night quest. Uh, before John Paul really takes over the aftermath of, you know, Batman getting his back broken and John Paul filling in. It collects the issues of Batman four ninety eight to 500 detective comics, six sixty four to six, 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 hail Satan uh, showcase 93 issues seven and eight and Batman shadow of the bat 16 and through 18 writers all together, Chuck Dixon, Doug Monk and Alan Grant artists, Graham Nolan, Claus Jansen, Jim Aparo, Brett Blevins and Mike Manley. So, fun fact. Remember when we talked about Joe Quesada and we're like, what happened to him? Yes. And he created Asriel and then he did a cover for Batman 500. Well, I did some information. or
2: Research. Well, I did
0: some research on Quesada and apparently he got fired or blackballed from D.C. Really? Yeah. Um, it was during the Marvel Knights. There was the 20th anniversary of the Marvel Knights, and he was doing a long form interview, and he let slip, or not let slip, but he let out how he got his first work at Marvel, or his first constant gig with X Factor. And at the time, he was also—I don't know if he was friends, but he was in contact with Garib Shavis who was the editor of Wizard magazine at the time. Yeah. And you mentioned before how you saw the picture of Azrael Batman for the first time on Wizard, right? Cassada did some rough sketches and it kind of got out there. And Garib Sheamus was like, Hey man, why don't you do a cover for us? He's like, it's cool. It's cool. And it wasn't cool. <laughs> he basically lied to Quesada. And by the time it was about to go to print, DC begged them to darken the image. So oh, they didn't on wizard wizard. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the, if you look up the Azrael Batman, I think it's like wizard 28 or 34, somewhere around there, you'll see armor Batman, but it's really dark. Okay. And, the reason for that is because <laughs> Wizard basically lied, but it was going to go to print, and they just kind of cut a deal with DC. But after that, all the he said, all the work dried up for him after that.
2: Oh, that's a lot of crap.
0: Yeah, they didn't actually say he was fired, but they're just like, yeah, we don't have work for you because you know you kind of let the cat out of the bag a little early. Which
2: is funny because w-
0: what is she, Uh What is this? Batman five hundred was if the last thing he did for them.
2: Yeah, and I didn't realize that was his. C- I always remember that cover because uh, yeah. it has like the gatefold thing, but I didn't realize he drew it until I. Yeah. Looked at it in these trades, and it says, "Oh, Joe Quesada." I'm like, "Why did he not draw this whole run?" Yeah, that's his. Azrael Batman looks fantastic. Yeah, because
0: it, it, yeah, it's insane because he created Azrael. You think he would have a shot at that after you know he became Batman? He would come back later for one one shot of Azrael and Ash. If you remember his own creator-owned oh, character, oh my Ash the firefighter. Yeah I, know, yeah, yeah, I know. But yeah, that was his last DC work ever, which was like I think in 1997 after his blacklisting. <laughs>
2: D C is the worst. They are just.
0: I can't really blame them. I mean, if if I mean, this is pre-internet, and you've got your secret out there still. Yeah, but the question of course, it's is kind of garab Sheamus's fault as well. If the, if what yeah, he I said mean, is like, true th- because like that's a little. That's,
2: but you would think you'd go to your superiors and be like, "Hey, man, he said this. Is this okay?" Well, no. I imagine he told them that, and they still basically said, uh, "Sucks to be you." See well, I mean, later. before he even went through with the art, I would get, I would get.
0: If cat I work for a cab company and I fix the cabs. If yeah, a cab I know, driver came and said, "No, man, just put this radio in for me. That's fine."
2: Yeah, I-, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you still go to your bosses and say, "Hey, just he asked me to do this for him." Right. What's or Put a the-
0: turbo charger in this VA. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I don't know. That's that's interesting, but it I still think it's a poor choice because compared to the artists that Marvel had well, I, I don't know, that's an interesting debate as to I, I consider Batman to be one of the better titles, but I don't know if... Batman was one of the better-selling titles at DC at the time because <clears> – <throat> Oh, these were at the top. all Yeah, you look at it, like at I'm top. just – you can, I feel like this time in Marvel, they, again, they had all the image guys, and DC has nobody that compares to that. No, the image opinion. guys were gone. Were they already gone by then? Yeah,
0: because this happens in 93. Uh, this happens at the beginning of 93, and I, I believe image – uh, starts at the end of 91, beginning of 92, or something to that effect. Oh, okay, okay. So,
2: but still... Um, also,
0: like I said, the Denny O'Neill got the idea for this whole thing off of those guys. Yeah, okay. We're going to start it off here in Detective 664, where it's just an opening splash page, several splash pages of Bane holding Batman... <laughs> Over what appears to be their version of Times Square. And Gotham he's just Square. Making, yeah, of Gotham Square. And he just makes the proclamation that he won, he rules these streets, and here's your hero. And he throws Batman off a building, bounces him comically onto an awning, onto another what looks like an awning, and then onto the ground. I don't, I think this is a good issue, but I don't know how Batman survives this because think about it too. He broke his back and he drug him all the way from Wayne Manor to the top of this building and then threw him off another building. Well, if he's limp and like if,
2: if he's unconscious, his hey, body's you're just... dead. <laughs> I know it's combo, but you're fucking you're fucking dead. If I throw
0: if I break your back and throw you off the roof, you should not survive. Just from yeah, all that trauma
2: and shock. I just want to point out that uh, in the first image when he's on the ground, everybody else is all like in panic <laughs> mode or whatever, and there's that one asshole there that has a smirk on the his cigarette. face. Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, that's what you get." Batman, that's what you get. I'm like, who are you to smirk at Batman like that? I think he probably was put away from Batman before. I also like on
0: this page how there's a crying baby out at like 11:30 at night in full dress <laughs> yeah. in the other other side of the corner.
1: I like how Bane is yelling this to Gotham and he doesn't have any type of microphone. He's on top of a building and everyone seems to hear him. So, looks like super voice is one of Bane's superpowers. <laughs>
0: Well, his, his text bubbles are super huge, so maybe he's just screaming at the top of his lungs and a handful of people can hear him. <laughs> yeah, Bane throws him off and he runs away and the cops run over to him. It's really reminiscent of Death of Superman at this point where he's just bleeding out on the ground. And we get Robin and Alfred who knew exactly where he was going to be. But I mean, I guess they were chasing after Bane because Alfred came to and went to get Robin last issue where he broke his back. And they just straight-up kidnap him, and the cops are cool with this.
2: (laughs) Well, they're dressed as the uh, paramedics, so they they don't think anything is wrong with it.
0: Yeah, but
1: you would think... Which begs the question, where the fuck did they get an ambulance at?
0: Yeah, maybe Batman just has one at the Bat Manor for situations like this. He prepares for everything. I would think, yeah, they'd have access to it somehow. So Alfred and Robin go off and... Steal Batman away from the cops so they can bring him back to the Batcave. And we do a smash cut to Joker and Scarecrow. And I mentioned this last episode how they were kind of on the outs with each other towards the end. And how Scarecrow has tried gassing Joker before and it hasn't worked. At this point, Joker is egging on Scarecrow where Scarecrow is kind of pissed how they wanted to do bigger and better things with their uh, time and Joker kind of screwed this up and he's frustrated with them and Scarecrow's like, you know, I'm just going to gas you again, even though we've already established that this doesn't work after Joker plays along saying the gas is working on him. He just, pulls a WWF on him and smashes him over the head with a fucking chair and leaves his lanky ass uh, behind. We cut back to Bruce in the cave, all bandaged up with John Paul Rob. Oh yeah. John Paul is driving the ambulance too, but John Paul Robin and Alfred are all trying to get his vitals and get him stabilized. So he needs to get a drug called
2: Decatron.
0: Dodecahedron.
2: Like the, I I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if that's a real drug. I think that I imagine it is, but I don't know. Yeah. D-E-C-A-D-R-O-N. Yeah. So I don't know what that
0: So Robin has to go out and get some, and then uh, Alfred tells John Paul to go off with him. And finally, including him in the story for more than, I don't know, a couple panels here or there, which yes. I still think is after reading this and rereading broken bat, it just like, they really dropped the ball on John Paul as a character, but oh, yeah. uh, we'll get to that in a few minutes yeah. when, uh, after the next few issues. So Alfred tells, Robin to go off and get this drug called Decadron, which will make Bruce's back not swell anymore, her spinal cord. And then he also tells Jean Paul to go off with him because he didn't tell Robin everything about Bruce's condition and the fact that he'll still be paralyzed even after this drug works. And so they go off together. And Robin also says that there always be a Batman, no matter what kind of just alludes to, you know, what we already know already is Jean Paul becoming Batman. And we get Jim Gordon putting on the bat signal for – yeah, we have Gordon shooting off the bat signal into the air with his wife checking up on him.
2: He's just looking for a sign that Batman's okay. That's what it is. Yeah, because he's he's thinking that
0: he's dead and no one knows where he's at. They've also said that –
2: yeah, he hasn't showed up at
0: any of the hospitals. Just like, oh, fuck. And then we get what I alluded to last issue is one of the biggest what the fuck moments but also one of my favorite moments – is the ventriloquist with Scarface and Socko are arguing over about them getting along. And we also get a junkie just creep in on them to help set up the narrative, I suppose, in this rundown old apartment building. Yeah. And he has yeah, he has Socko and Scarface arguing to each other about how we don't need each other. How, we don't need you. And I don't need you. And uh, the ventriloquist is trying to get them to calm down. <laughs> and Scarface with an Uzi... And Sokka with a revolver just starts shooting at each other. And the the junkie runs away, and we just see the ventriloquist bleeding out on the ground, which I think is pretty funny. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I think
2: it's hilarious that his hands basically – he shot, yeah, he shot he his sh- own hands.
0: Yeah, he shot, at each, he shot at himself from each other. Uh, but, yeah, that was – I did not expect this. I did not remember this. I know the ventriloquist survives and dies again and then somehow comes back later. But, yeah, this was a out-of-left-field – resolution tie for him.
2: Well, I don't think he's dead. I think he's
0: just no, no. At the time, I thought he was dead oh, okay. because I mean, he's 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 laying there bleeding out pretty good. Chris, what about you?
1: This is the this is the last time that we see him, I believe, uh, at least for this entire episode. So it just ends with him bleeding out in the apartment, and yeah, I loved it because I loved the whole build up to it, and just all of a sudden it's like, and eh, he's dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, it's
0: like the 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 D plot of this was him getting back together and dying because I haven't read the crusade yet. Like we mentioned before, we know he's still alive in other books later down the line, but yeah, it was a, it was a nice twist to the normal bad guy doing his own thing getting back together because you would expect him to get rid of Sako and become Scarface again. So Robin jumps over to the commissioner after failing to have Batman show up on his little bat signal in his office. And they basically say, Hey, I need this drug. I need you the cops to pick it up and then just tell the cops to go to a spot out in the dock somewhere and we'll pick it up. They grab the drug from the cops. They go back to the back cave and they inject Bruce in there. And we end with a splash panel there of Alfred saying, "The hardest part is just waiting." Kind of a dull end, so to speak. I prefer if it ends with Scarface shooting himself or the ventriloquist shooting himself. But
2: yeah, other than that, this was just a start off strong, yeah, and then it was so just yeah. yeah, stumbling all uh, over. I it, mean, so. the best part of this one, actually, I think this is one of the best covers um, with Bane holding Batman up by his cape.
1: He, the amount of muscles that Bane has on his ribs is just ridiculous.
2: <laughs> that yeah, that's just Looks a Kelly like he has scales. Yeah, that's a Kelly Jones staple though where you have 12,000 rib muscles. Yeah. Yeah. But I just like I I just like the fact that the the position where Bane's like Batman's basically, you know, unconscious, he's being held up by his cape and Bane's just basically ready to like I guess punch him in the face. Yeah, and he also like and the fact that this is this image is redone yeah. multiple times, what I really like about it.
0: Yeah, he kind of swipes that image because he does another one kind of similar to the Catwoman. And then later, it's Asriel doing it to Bane.
2: Yeah, and then there's actually another one where Asriel's doing it to Robin, too. So, Oh, is that later? Yeah, it's even okay. further yeah. down the yeah, line. Crusade.
0: I personally think this next cover for the next issue, Showcase 93, might be my favorite one out of these bunches. Because I'm going to punch
2: you right now. That's you
0: know a that. Bill Sienkiewicz cover. I think that one's great. I think Bill Sienkiewicz is the man. Nothing about these two next two issues. No, 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 no. The, the cover There's the best thing about the next two issues. Of it. Why don't you explain why these two issues, and I agree with you, this might be the worst part of the entire story.
2: Okay, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Dave and I have been discussing the timeline. Because what's the actual timeline for Nightfall? You said it's actually a couple weeks? Yeah, they said it was
0: over the course of a couple weeks, which See, I would think is two
2: I feel like, in my opinion, when I read it, yeah, I didn't get that impression at all. I thought it was actually over a period of like maybe even one a week. week. Yeah. yeah, and so the showcase is Robin complaining about Batman not trusting him. Blah 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 blah. It's yeah, really because boring. That, blah because, blah 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 blah. Yeah, the broken says,
0: bat. He was constantly being told to go away.
2: Yes, and and then we cut to basically says yeah. he should have been helping him from against Two Face from the very start. Yeah, and make so that yeah. So it says three weeks earlier. Yeah. So to me, I never thought that that was the whole Nightfall timeline. I thought this story occurred two before weeks before Nightfall. Yeah. Yeah. Out of you know because this stuff you know again we don't see everything that happens. That's why they have all these map in books. But I thought this stuff happened before then, and this was the start of why. For whatever reason, Batman didn't trust Robin, which doesn't make any sense to me because he does make the right call in the end of the run or the the end of the issue. But you said you did the research and this is actually the first. Yes, this is the first guy guy they they took down. down. Yeah, Yeah. which again, we we just discussed this. I feel like now in modern current writing, when you do something like this, this type of story crossover event. Yes. uh, The timeline is better established so you would know how long it's happened yeah. plus it'd probably be twice as long as it is twice as long yeah. today than it was then yeah. but they just did a very poor job telling you the timeline and it wasn't frustrating yeah. it was well, just it's interesting i should yeah say. if
0: you think about it too i mean with the internet and google docs and all different types of ter- types of tables you can make everyone could access it to be like here's we're all on the same page here instead of Back then, it was probably a game of telephone where you had to call up the writers or get them together and say, hey, we got to do this, this, and this. And there was nothing they could quickly fact check unless they had it written down. Then even then they could interpret something along where I would imagine that people that do crossover events nowadays, they have like one giant dock that they they can all access to say character X is doing this. Character X is over here, yada, yada, yada. Whereas this one, they'll have someone like Two-Face, an iconic Batman villain that sucks ass, fall through the cracks and then they're like oh maybe we should i think that they probably just shoved him in here cuz they realized how kind of dry the story is and they needed some bigger tier villain to pat out the yeah villains. i don't know they
2: they they missed on a couple villains that they could have used in my opinion yeah the only good the only good two-face story that i remember reading really has been long halloween and dark victory
0: what about you chris what do you feel about two-face in general
1: uh yeah dark victory long halloween and The Dark Knight is like... And probably the cartoon is like really the only good depictions of Two-Face. Yeah,
0: because every time you read a Two-Face story, it feels like deja vu. Hasn't this been done? Have I seen this in a different media format, be it a video game or the cartoon? Yeah,
2: unfortunately, his... Whereas Batman's other rogues all have a shtick that works, his is just...
0: He's stuck with the duality thing.
2: Yeah, and then it just becomes... It just gets overused.
0: And they make logical, like illogical leaps with this. Like Two-Face is essentially getting his gang back together. And he takes over this one mob boss. Uh, he takes the place of a mob boss. And he throws his body into the rib cage of a dinosaur skeleton at a museum. And Batman's there to examine it. And he immediately figures it out because the he misnames a dinosaur, the Apatosaurus, or he calls it a brontosaurus, and the security guard says, actually, it's an apatosaurus, because when they were found, they were buried next to each other, and they got mixed up. So then Batman just goes, oh, two names, two heads, two faces. Obviously, it's two-faced. Face." Like, I, I know you have to move the story along, but that's such a freaking logical leap for me that... It just seems way too ridiculous for Two-Face and over the top, unless they just, unless Klaus Johnson really wanted to draw some dinosaurs.
1: The artwork is like the only real good thing about this book. um, If you ask me, like Jansen, like his, I don't know, just the way he draws everything with the exception of Batman, um, his Batman looks a little weird, but. I think just looking at the artwork is better. Just not even reading it. though. Be yeah, he's really, he's way. really
0: bulky and dirty, but I don't know. Like the art's not bad. I agree with you on there. I really don't know what to say. <laughs> like if you think of a 2 Face story and think of like, he's also, he was a district attorney. So guess what? Batman goes on trial after he gets kidnapped from his gang.
2: So it's. Yeah. And I was wondering if this was like the first Face story after, um, Infinite Crisis? Uh, Crisis of Infinite Whatever. It, yeah. <laughs> no, one's good and one's bad. They're all crap because DC screwed up. That's a whole other debate. We're not talking about okay. that. Um, but I was just wondering if this was the first Two-Face story after Crisis because – No, he, he's he's shown up since. Okay, because they make it make it – to me, it seems like he makes it that way because of the fact that Two-Face puts Batman on trial for basically, and they discuss this, he remembers that Batman and him had a deal when he was the district attorney and Batman told him basically to stop. And again, this has done way better in Long Halloween. And yeah. he basically puts Batman on trial for breaking their deal. And I'm like, why didn't you do this already? Although I guess because it's at the old courthouse is being condemned. Yeah. That's why he's doing it now. Yeah. Um, but I, the, the only thing I like about it was um, the one scene when Batman's trying to track down Two-Face and he goes to, I think, the casino where they're dressed up like Romans. Yeah. And he, he, he catches the guy in the net. And so Batman's supposed to be weak and whatnot. He freaking... I don't know what ty- he The guy is in a net. He's eight feet behind Batman. Batman literally grabs a net and... I don't... What sport <laughs> is that? Strength. I don't know. Like, just whips the net and whips this guy into a giant fish tank. So he literally whips. What do you think our guy weighs? 250, 300 pounds. Yeah. Seriously? It's up there. Is with he even huffing the venom? And we don't even know about it at this point. Cause I mean, that's with, really ridiculous with
0: the, the 20 foot roundhouse kick that hits three people
2: at once. But that's, that's impressive, <laughs> but more, more likely than this feat of uh, no, strength foot kick. Oh, well, that's just yeah. Yeah, whatever. That's, this is this is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm not saying Batman can't do it, but in the state he's supposed to be in, like that's yeah. just
0: no yeah. it's impressive. That's all I gotta say. I, I, I forgot to mention there is one thing you said you like that. I like the this seems to happen a lot too, because like I said, deja vu, but I do like when he has kangaroo courts of bad guys trying to be judge and jury while yeah. he has them on trial. That's always a neat little twist. Especially when he gets angry at people just like the judge tries to off when Batman's up at uh his own court,
2: his kangaroo court. Was, here's the other thing i I was what? Um, that I was okay. confused about the timeline because Batman's got this crappy celebrity-looking Batmobile in this one, and he clearly is supposed to have the crappy spaceship-looking Batmobile. I think that's just artist rendition. I know, yeah. I know. But every other artist was using the same design in the other yeah. books, and this one, it looks like a celebrity. And yeah. I'm like, okay. Chevy I know he's got really crappy vehicles sometimes, but <laughs> and it took him until the animated series to finally realize – Oh, we can actually make a really cool-looking one. Yeah, yeah, basically. Because otherwise, some of Batman's Batmobiles are
0: horrible-looking. Yeah, they're pretty bad. They look like like the Homer, like when Homer Simpson built his own car, basically. Yes,
2: I mean, like, you look at every movie, even the... The Tumbler
0: makes sense. I yes. think the Tumbler and the Batman versus Superman, it should be some type of tank.
2: Yes, but it's just like every other, even the um, Batman 3 and 4 Batmobiles make more sense and yeah. are designed better than a lot of the other ones on the, in the books and right. it's pretty sad
0: yeah so like we mentioned batman basically gets kidnapped and he's up for on his own trial and robin has to impulsively come in and save the day uh if i recall yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's two face gets away from them all and he gets up on a high unfinished girder from some building across the street and robin comes in and knocks up. Wait, wait
1: wait robin robin comes in he came in like a wrecking ball oh, my God. oh. i should, I should put <laughs> he comes else. in on a wrecking ball <laughs> like... yeah he, he really does
0: while trying to help out he almost kills two-face and batman almost kills himself trying to save two-face from falling even though robin helped him because Two-Face was about to kill Batman on top of this girder. He gets yelled at for being impulsive. Two-Face gets locked up from the cops and after that we go back to the present where Robin's still whining and crying and he's guilt- feeling guilty about making Batman feel that way and well, wouldn't you know it? Bruce wakes up and <laughs> he forgives Robin and says, actually, Robin, you did the right thing and we
2: get the stupidest picture of Robin just like, Yeah! <laughs> With tears in his with eyes. With tears
0: in his eyes, just like uh, I don't yeah. Know. So,
2: like I said, here's the thing: Robin takes down one, two, a, a ton of guys. They all had guns. I mean, he's uh, again, he had a bunch of them with wrecking balls. But and then Bird just bitch Bird slaps kicks him. His ass. Yeah, and I, it just annoys the hell out of me. Yeah, and again, the whole I don't understand what Batman was trying to do because first off. There's no type of construction girder that looks like that. That's just ridiculous, where it's like a... A giant rectangle?
0: Yes. That's yeah. not a
2: beam. That's not nothing. That's that's a slab of concrete, which they wouldn't do that with. That's no, just stupid. No. Batman's holding on to it. Two-Face is stepping on his hand to get him to fall. And what was Batman... Like, why didn't he just let go? Like, I don't understand what he was trying to accomplish. He could have just
0: grappled away. That's what I exactly. was Exactly. <laughs> like,
2: why didn't you just let go... And then grapple away. Does
0: he have his belt? Yes, he does. He, yes. He, yeah. So. And so. It was just a way for them to make Robin impulsive. Yeah, to, I
2: know. Exactly. And basically, the, yeah. if anything, he did the right thing by knocking Two-Face out. Batman let go, grabbed them, and grappled away. And da-da-da-da-da. It's done. And it's just. Yeah, I realize that. And, and we already established that Batman has no problem with
0: manslaughter from the Venom episode. Where he just let that doctor eat the drugs knowing that he was going to OD on him. I don't know. Maybe Harvey, his friend, and all that. But. Yeah, he, these he these wasn't going to let. No, I know, no, I know but I'm just saying he's 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 done manslaughter. We all know it. But yeah, this is these two issues was basically Robin reminiscing Two Face story that always happens, and then Batman waking up. I could have done without these.
1: there's Robin reminiscing on a story from three weeks ago.
0: Yeah, it was just
1: filler. <laughs> And there's like, you're, you're better off reading the Deathstroke and peacemaker story that comes after these <laughs>
0: stories that are in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's like two other, ba- and then fire and ice who I like, but the story wasn't that great because it wasn't justice league international. Chris, why don't you take yeah, us next couple, or I'm sorry, what were you going to say?
1: I say there was two panels in the in the second part of this two-face story that I really like where two-face is slapping Batman and Batman's just like this is the facial expression is hilarious to me.
0: Oh yeah, um, yeah, Batman looks like he's getting the suck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then as you mentioned earlier how two-face's judge is just like why don't we just kill him now? And Two Face shoots him. He doesn't just shoot yeah. him. He shoots him to the fucking moon. <laughs> like,
0: oh, yeah, he flying. does. Yeah, he shoots him like <laughs> fit. And it, the bullet, like, knocks him 50 feet away. Yeah, I do. I, I, I meant to say it earlier, but we got sidetracked. I, I do like that he has that weird honor system, kind of, sort of, where he still wants the court to go out and kind of shoots his own judge for trying to break the rules. Kind of like well, yeah, it, yeah.
2: I mean, that's the one thing. Even though Two Face is pretty not vanilla, but standard. But the fact is that he sticks like if he flips the coin and it comes up good, I'm gonna let him live. And yeah. he he's he sticks by his psychosis, which is interesting. But I think
0: that would be better for Two Face if he lived by that coin instead of switching between I'm super evil and no, I'm still good on the inside. Like. Let him be a bad guy that lives by that coin. That would be a better standard for him, I think. Well, The psychosis thing is just like, oh no, he should understand, yeah, shit's changed with Batman where we had a deal, but yeah, well, shit happened, but I'll flip this coin instead of falling into being crazy. Or Harvey's okay right now. We can trust Harvey Dent. He doesn't need the coin anymore. He's cured. And then all of a sudden, kind of like in Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, yeah. Chris- Did you have anything else to say about these two issues?
1: Uh, No, that's all.
0: Why don't you take us through the next thing where Bruce has finally woken up and we're back in the Batman titles proper.
1: So, yeah, Bruce is waking up. This is Batman uh, 498. The cover is pretty cool of Bane ripping apart the cow, but Catwoman just looks fucking weird. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) She has like a pushed-in face. We talk about how much
0: we like uh, Kelly's covers but one thing i did notice is he's not good at drawing faces
2: <laughs> some some he's better at than others his Catwoman, for some reason doesn't look good at all yeah and there's a picture
0: his. there's one cover we'll talk about later where i did not know who the character was for maybe i don't know a couple minutes before i fucking realized i'm an idiot
2: oh yeah i know one you're talking yeah. about because i that took me a long time to actually realize <laughs> yeah. that and that's well, like one we'll, of my we'll second cover or second favorite covers <laughs> so chris go ahead
1: so yeah, it starts with Batman waking up and he's kind of like conceded defeat to Bane. It switches over to Bane walking into the head mob boss or whoever's office, you know, just getting a death grip on the uh, the Gotham underworld. Basically he's straight up bring them all, yeah. Yeah, he gets Bird to empty a clip into <laughs> the mob boss like right there yeah. and they just all go on a killing spree and again, uh, Trog with his trusty uh, <laughs> missile launcher again yeah,
0: thats is why I wanted you to take it because of surface data missile launchers
1: <laughs> just those damn missiles but I mean it's is points for continuity I mean they raided an armory why not you know use a bunch of guns yeah and then we go back to the bat cave ba- uh, Batman <laughs> and his groggy word bubble is, destroyed me <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah it's kind of a weird <laughs> thing to cut back to but yeah he's he's basically still reminiscing about how he's done for.
2: I like yeah. How, and I like how they're a bunch of, apparently the elevator doesn't exist in the Batcave cave because they pull him up on the bed, up the steps. And I'm like, <laughs> that is the most, he's like, he's like ready to fall <laughs> off. And I'm like, man, you guys are, you suck at uh, taking care of people. I mean, yeah, it's like where they're is trying the to get elevator. A,
0: they're trying to get like a really big uh, sh- uh, couch up a narrow flight of stairs Put a couch that has somebody on it. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're just. It's, couch. It's,
2: a, it's a there's there's carrying a couch up a narrow set of stairs and really awkwardly, and then there's carrying a couch with this person yeah, that's on what it. I'm it's imagine, in critical condition. Yeah, I mean,
0: imagine like doing moving a couch normally, but then put someone in critical condition on this couch, trying to get it up the <laughs> stairs with your stupid friends who just want pizza and beer. But uh, um, I'm sorry, Chris. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. So they so they pull him with his broken spine and everything up these stairs through the clock doorway. Um, yeah. How the fuck? Does I that believe. Feel?
0: That that Uh, whatever.
1: uh, Then page nine, I really liked because it's um, well, Robin and Alfred decide. You know, we got to make this cover story for Bruce. He crashed his car. Um, We got to get Doctor Consolving to help him out. Page nine, it shows Bane and his goons beating the shit out of guys with like baseball bats. And then the next panel over is Robin and Alfred beating up the car. Yeah, the cars messed up, and then it shows the cars messed up from Bane like shooting them all. Like just like the really duality of what they're doing is like really cool.
0: Yeah, on that page, what is Bane
1: hitting? It looks like he's just uh, pounding
0: on a car or something. Oh, that's a guy's head. Well,
1: uh, oh, that's a guy's. Head. It's a guy's head. Yeah, you see. And the uh, that's a, the that onomatopoeia is kump. Yeah.
2: Okay, because it looks he like basically he basically punched that guy's head back into his shoulders, and he's like, Oh, okay, that looks like he's hitting a car.
0: That's because the guy's dead.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he totally
0: Koopa troopa this guy to death. All right, it makes sense now. All right, I'm s- go ahead, Chris.
1: Um, so, yeah, Alfred goes to Dr. Consolving. Um, you know, they show the wheelchair because, like, he's probably not going to walk. Oh, no. Catwoman ends up breaking into Bane's place, and then she's greeted by the best henchman of all time Trog, Zombie, and Bird. A plus henchmen well bird is anyways not yeah. sarcastically but the other two are just fucking useless Consolving goes over the x-rays with bruce there's a fulcrum type stress fracture in his back and i'm not a doctor but that certainly can't be good but she realizes it's bullshit that that wouldn't be caused from a car accident yeah. and um oh, is it this issue where they're like we need to tell her what's real like that i need to tell her about batman Yeah, later in the issue,
0: they're like, she's going to catch on pretty quick because we're not doctors.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Bruce is like, you know, there's got to be a Batman. And he's like, make it John Paul. And even Robin's like, "Uh, shouldn't it be Nightwing? And he's just like, nah, he's his own man. Make it John Paul.
0: Yeah, that was – that I feel – I'm getting huffy about this when I really shouldn't. <laughs> this was one of the biggest problems I had because we—I've already mentioned the death that Jean Paul was barely in Broken Bat and even the prelude to a degree. He was only in a couple issues, and Batman Bruce Wayne, who's supposed to be super freaking smart when it comes to this stuff, is just like, well, just let the rookie do it. Even though I'm more confident in Robin, I sh- well theoretically he should be because Robin's been a partner longer than this weird loose cannon that he just kind of adopted out of nowhere. Let him be Batman instead of you, Robin, or even Nightwing. It seems like he didn't want to. He's like one of those doting family members who doesn't want to bother anyone. He's like, oh, I don't want to bother Dick. He's his own
2: man. Or, oh, yeah. He actually says that. And it's pretty I bad. Think, yeah, I think explicit. the problem, I thinking we're looking at this now. And at the time, I wonder if people our age, when this came out, read this and were like, WTF. But is it Sorry, kid, Mark Marin. Yeah. Uh, the as a, as, a, as a kid, you were reading this, you were like, "Okay, this is cool." It, you know, again, it's just that's just the story progression they were doing, and, and again, going towards the yeah. extreme characters that don't work. Yeah, I, um, I, I I just like the fact that he's like, okay, here's the ba- here's the mantle, but you can't go after Bane. What what's the point? Yeah, I, you you gave me that. You know, I'm Batman, but don't touch Bane.
0: If Bane marked him, he does. John Paul doesn't stand a chance. Well,
2: yeah, that's what I'm saying. But what's the point of having Batman then if he can't go after Bane? I mean, because because it still needs a symbol, or else people are going to start ransacking
0: the city left and right.
2: Yeah, but if he weren't to go after him, Bane would just come after Gene. Like you think Bane wouldn't come after Jean Paul, Batman? Jean, you know, Jean just came after and beat up like street thugs, and you know is apparently qualified to take on the rest of his rogues, but not Bane. Yeah. Bane would just eventually search him out. So yeah. I don't know. It's just
0: I think if they had Jean-Paul in a little bit more like I said and they maybe had Nightwing show up for a few issues but he broke his arm and he can't be Batman or something similar where it's not like crippling like Bruce but to the point where he couldn't become Batman because later on even Nightwing shows up and he's like that was stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would have totally. <laughs> okay, Chris. Anyway, you were uh saying
1: uh, no, I mean, that's that's pretty much the issue right there. Uh, you know, John Paul gets the bat suit. They finally show up to the bat signal. That's pretty much the end of it. He's just like, John Paul's Batman.
0: Oh, you we missed the Catwoman thing where Catwoman's kind of coerced into working for Bane.
1: Oh, uh, right, yes. Uh, Shades of uh, Dark Knight Rises with Bane and Catwoman working together. And um, she has a f- chain-smoking friend with her. Leopold. Um, Leopold leopold yeah bane's like you work for me and she's like nah i work with you though
0: yeah she kind of stands up to him in her own little way but yeah you said after that uh they meet with gordon asriel Asbats, Azriel asriel meets with uh jim gordon and he's like yeah i got better bruce is like i have to tell dr consolving everything yes yeah, that was the end yeah of the
1: that's what decide to tell dr consolving about that then we go on to uh, Detective Comets six sixty five, and this is probably my favorite cover of yeah, Batman pretty just beating someone with ugly stick.
0: Yeah, it's it's Batman, it's as Batman in the costume, just hunt over top of someone with a a nail, a, a board with nails, and it just he's already hit him multiple times. Yeah, and he it's looks pretty really vicious. Yeah, and, and
1: Robin looks, in the background looks like Frankenstein. Just, <gasps> Yeah,
0: yeah, Robin being a little bitch.
1: This Issue opens up with Batman and Robin beating up some muggers. Um, a lot of hammers. Hammers <laughs> seem to also be a uh, a favorite of uh, Gotham villains. They're well,
0: fucking cartoon hammers, not that I'm looking at. It's a stick sledgehammers. with hammers. Con- they're not. Yeah, I mean they're sledgehammer-ish, but they just look like blocks of concrete with well, sticks.
2: Well, I just on. like in the with the second panel, the one guy swings at Robin, misses him. Oh my says, god! Says dupe. <laughs> And then he basically kills his buddy by hitting him in the head. And he's like, <laughs> oop. And I'm like, wow, way to kill your friend there. Way to kill him. Because he's dead.
0: Wow. I kind of glazed over that because like I saw him strike, but I didn't really put it together that, yeah, he totally just swung as hard as he could and hit his buddy in the face with a fucking sledgehammer. And he does say, dupe. <laughs> and the response to the Doop. guy getting hit is, oog. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: I, um I really like the way that john paul batman is drawn on these pages like he just looks super intense and they always like sh- like put a uh, a lot of ink on his face so you can just see like his teeth his brow lines and his eyes very it actually looks like very
0: casada yeah. yeah
1: yeah Grimdol's super a hell of an badass.
0: artist rex morgan md eat your heart out
1: <laughs> yeah he's very so, animated yeah and he's about to crush a dude with the hammer and robin's just like hey you know you're kind of you're batman you can't do that and they're button heads over for John Paul's style. Um, then we go back to Wayne Manor. Uh, Bruce still looking fresh in his pink uh, bathrobe. Yes. I don't know what is up with pink bathrobes, but I, like Bane's wearing one later, too. Yep, yeah, he um, loves
0: that. Wait, you got a pink bathrobe, yeah. too, Jonathan? Heck, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shit, now I need to get one. Alfred is passed out in a chair with a book in his lap, and Batman thinks... This is the first decent sleep he's had in days. It's just like he's sitting in a couch, probably uncomfortable as hell. But eh, whatever. I get it. Yeah, um, the book is
0: the way things should be. I don't know if that's a wink <laughs> and a nod or just we all know there's a porner yeah. behind that book. He's just hiding it there, having a wank. <laughs> caught by Batman, so he's pretending to sleep.
1: <laughs> so we see uh, we see Ken solving talking to Jack Drake. He's also in a yeah. wheelchair. Yes, uh, Tim Drake's Robin's dad. And then a old lady walks in, uh, Mrs. McIlva McIlvainey. That's his, um, our,
0: his caretaker.
1: Yes. And they all, they we see, yeah, they live in the guest house yeah. um, and we see Bruce patrolling the grounds, but there's a bunch of dudes with guns around corners and stuff. Yeah. And we're just like, you know, he's like, what the fuck's going on here? Which later on i love it because he confronts him in the wheelchair dude has a gun but just straight up walks right to him bruce isn't able to fight him off
0: yeah well, it's just well they think in real life guy, ridiculousness so
1: yeah. bane we, yeah, we go we back have, to bane yeah going talk, over plans has has the a little the yeah yeah how he needs to get a hold on the unions he literally has boxes just filled with guns. It looks like he's, like, moving. Yes, Um, yeah. Like, they're in cardboard
0: boxes. Like, he got them off Amazon Prime, too. It's not like a weapons... Well, there's one that looks like a weapons grave but the other one's, like, some cardboard box that they just got from the mail or something like that.
1: Yeah. We see Robin and John Paul uh, working together again. Cuts back to Wayne Manor. (laughs) Bruce Wayne in a wheelchair is just kicking it. Uh, Hitting guys in the faces with sticks. Yeah, these
0: terrorists that are Uh, coming after, apparently... And solving in Jack Drake for some reason.
1: Yes. No, yeah, when Batman drops in on the crime bosses at the, what is it, like a stadium? Yeah. Oh, ho ho
2: ho, 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 They are the union uh, bosses. Crime bosses. Let, let, Come on, Chris. Give me some credit, <laughs> please. Jeez. Okay.
1: Okay. 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 The union bosses are apparently at the Civic Arena in some big igloo, and yeah, I think the the panel of Batman dropping in just looks like it's it's a really small panel. Um, on page fifteen, it's the last one, but like it just looks so cool with the ways with like face darkens.
0: Yeah, dark face Batman's pretty cool. I like it. it, it kind of like when they draw Magneto with just eyes and teeth. Uh, yes. Or Daredevil. Yeah. With exactly. And teeth. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Then we get to the part where I was talking about earlier. uh... Dude with a gun is like, uh, oh, nowhere this is. We need to get rid of him and decide to just walk right up to him.
0: The guy was he walking his ass
1: handed to him. Okay, yeah. So, guy walks up to Bruce, gets his ass handed to him, and it keeps flipping back between Robin and John Paul and what's happening at Wayne Manor. A lot of action going on, so mm-hmm. it's it's really good, like really well drawn. Uh, they're they're at the stadium and it's the weirdest skybox. It's like over the. Um, with a giant support beam in the middle, I have n- no idea of any type of baseball field. Yeah. It's kind of um, like,
0: uh, it reminds me of, obviously it wasn't built yet, but, uh, Cowboy stadium, how they have that giant TV in the middle of this, uh, field. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool though. I-, I think, I mean, that's too Borgy for me and I would never ever pay for that or get tickets for there, but like, it would be kind of neat to see a game from that point of view, especially if you have like a, a glass floor. Of course, I'd probably get vertigo and sweaty palms and start freaking out and piss myself.
2: I'm sure there's a bathroom get there, there. So.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Anytime, anytime I've ever uh, gone on a glass floor that was like really high up, and it's like, look down. And you're just like, uh, my hands just immediately just start getting drenched. Oh, yeah? Like, yeah. I, it's one of those things. Man. Acrophobia, fear of heights, whatever. But
1: so, uh, On page 20, we see this. Um, and you see some signs in the backgrounds for team. Shout out to the Pirates. Um, also yeah. says Marlins and Reds
0: expansion team. Marlins and then,
1: <laughs> and then there's one that just says Go Biso. I don't know; it's cut off by the walkway. I thought it was said Biscuits, so the Gotham Biscuits <laughs> Bison, maybe Bison. <laughs> maybe I would like a team um, called Biscuits, though.
2: Uh, they have uh, there's a uh, baseball, a minor league baseball team that are Biscuits. Really? Yeah, of course. I'll get you a cap for awesome. uh, Christmas. Thank you. No, I'll like say
1: Portland has a uh, a baseball team called the Pickles.
0: Yeah, they're really weird. I saw another one. that was like the nuts or something like that. Oh, yeah.
2: Lansing lug nuts.
0: No, no, no. Like they look like literal, not lug nuts, but it's like it's like a literal type of edible nut, but it looks like a saggy testicle. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, yeah, the
1: I'm sorry, Chris, go ahead.
2: So expansion baseball. Yeah, let's <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> saggy testicles, expansion
1: baseball,
0: whatever minor league baseball teams
1: so pretty much like john paul's just kicking ass he's throwing dudes over banisters doesn't give a shit at all yeah he made the mob boss cry and (laughs) robin wasn't very happy about it uh, or I'm sorry, the union boss. Well, we find um, out
0: that Bane also has their kids, and that's why they're also agreeing to this. I just
2: yes. like whenever he was running after the guy's name is Brezzy, who's basically the leader of the group. Yeah, he's running after him off of the uh, one walkway out of the skybox, and there's one <clears throat> one guy named Vinny. He's like, take care of him. He's like, uh, sure, Tony. And then Batman basically just like runs at him, and he's like, whoop, and he sl. <laughs> he like bumps him off the. Uh, I don't. it doesn't really show up, but he just like basically balls right through him and bumps him off and the guy's basically about to fall to his death until Robin shows up and uh, grabs him with his... Uh, grab yeah, he's him. just
0: like out of the way nerd and just doesn't <laughs> yeah. care about killing You're like,
2: him. like, whoopsie. See, the thing is that it's interesting I like about this is that as soon as Gene Paul gets the suit on, unlike last time where he wasn't really sure of himself when he fought Killer Croc, Yeah, it's kind of like and I'm sure you've come across – everybody's come across this where people – they're one way when you work with them and then as soon as they get, get – uh, they people think they're going to be a good boss or good at moving up. And as yeah. soon as they get some type of authority, they just go their own way and become a dick. And yeah. it's just like as soon as it was immediately his, he just – makes it his own. Yeah. Well, also, I, like, I like that they immediately yeah. established that. Yeah. That yeah
0: because just, also in the past, Batman was still running around. He was kind of like going out after hours, so to speak in the costume. And he didn't want to get reprimanded. Whereas Bruce Wayne ain't going to do shit to me now. Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. But we also want to mention real quick. Uh, I don't think we mentioned it. Consolving and Jack Drake do eventually get kidnapped by those uh, terrorists that took over the house, and they knocked out Bruce Wayne and tried firing at him, but he ducked away and terrorists drove away, kidnapping, Consolving, and Jack. We, I don't think we mentioned that, so I just wanted to put that out there. So now Bruce Wayne is distraught about them missing, and yeah, we get Asbats, Asriel going after Bane with crime lord union boss Luca Brezzi
2: under his shoulder. Yeah, I just like the image of him jumping off the um, catwalk, <laughs> holding Brezzy, and he's just, like, just jumping. And it's like, Brezzy you're looks- right. All, there's nothing below you but death, and you're yeah. just jumping right off with him in your hands.
0: Yeah, we know he'll grab it away, but the way it's drawn, it looks like he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to kill myself, and I'm kind of happy about this. While Brezzy just looks more annoyed than anything else. Like It looks like they're trying to make him be scared, but he's just, like, put his hand up on his forehead, like, oh oi, oi, oi. <laughs> While the main titles are going through Nightfall, we have this side story that's going through the Shadow of the Bat titles, which I believe is bi-weekly at this point, where it's kind of just smack gob in the middle. It doesn't have proper Nightfall numbering on it. It's just part of the Nightfall series as whole, where Asriel is on his own doing his own Batman thing, kind of a side story that's not really necessary but I personally think this might be the best part aside from the final issue of the entire story of Who Rules the Night. But Yeah, I'll
2: agree with that because especially like you said or I said earlier it's it's three issues that center around Scarecrow and he's my favorite and they actually do him justice in this story and he was pretty good earlier on with what they were doing but this centers around him the whole time and makes him kind of a badass honestly.
0: Yeah, uh, a 180 from what he was doing with the Joker. Exactly. Yeah. So it um, makes me think that the Joker kind of sent him nuts or something to the effect after clattering him with that chair.
2: Uh, I don't know if it's that. I think it's just that editing and just is this, this writer. Who is this? This uh, is Alan Grant. Alan Grant was just given more freedom with the character to do whatever he wanted to with him. Yeah,
0: he wasn't really constrained by editorial to a degree because like, like we said, this is outside of the two main bat titles and you could kind of... Insert this anywhere you want. He's running around in the Batman costume and before he gets his mecha gloves, I guess.
2: Okay. So you want me to – I'll take this one. Yeah. Um, So this was in Shadow of the Bat, uh, 16, 17, and 18, and it's called The God of Fear. So like we said, it talks about Scarecrow, and it starts off at, I guess, Gotham U. I forget if they – they don't really tell you which university it is. And, um, all it is, is, is these kids are looking 30 to year money. old
0: looking fucking kids.
2: <laughs> well, you know, this is the nineties. So that's the way yeah. they looked, uh, you know, it's a students earning $50 today for a research study shows them going. It shows a shadowed tall looking guy walking and very lanky, uh, very yeah. Tim Burtony. Yes. And right off the bat, you don't realize it's Scarecrow. I guess you do. Well, you kind well, of have to cover if you, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. guess that's right. But, yeah, he just – it's very lanky looking. Uh, they go into a classroom, and there's a bunch of – VR came back in the past couple of years. This was yeah, the this first time. Like, uh, yeah, this looks like the <laughs> Battlestar Galactica helmets. Next we go to uh, – and then final is we see Scarecrow actually walking towards the university. Uh, then it goes to Batman and Robin basically bickering because – well, Bat, not Batman, but Gene Paul and Robin bickering because Gene For Paul –
0: Let's let's just say for Batman for now on, we'll say Batman or as We mean John Paul. We'll say Bruce yeah. Wayne for if okay. we actually right. refer
2: to Bruce. So Batman and Robin are bickering because uh, Gene Paul's out on a ledge. Meanwhile, he's at the mansion. And for some reason, I thought this was like a penthouse that they owned in the city. And it's just yeah. a mansion. And I'm like, I don't think anybody can see him.
0: Telephoto lens, man. I guess Paparazzi. So. But
2: basically, Robin's like scolding him because he's like, the suit stays in the cave. Nothing outside. Nothing during the daylight, whatever. And again, this is just Gene Paul saying, I'm Batman now, I do things my way. Yeah. And so fuck, that's fuck Bruce Wayne's rules. I do my rules. Yes. Cut to the worst design or worst engineered jail ever. Uh we have <laughs> anarchy breaking out of jail, somehow with a pipe he got. The character bending, anarchy. Yes, character yeah. anarchy. Uh bending the bars on his cell like they're pipe cleaners. Yeah, well, he blames it on the Democrats.
0: He's saying he's glad the Democrats won the elections (laughs) that got him a job in the metal shop. So maybe that's
2: how he got the bar, or maybe he refabbed it. That is a piece of three-quarter rigid (laughs) conduit that cannot bend steel bars on there. Because it has threads. That's a piece of electrical rigid conduit. Those are – no, that that is the worst constructed jail ever. It's like you have some knowledge about that type of stuff. I would just – it, it it just makes me laugh because that's how they got him to escape, and it's just that bad. Uh, he runs, he runs, he gets, escapes. He runs to a lair. Two a couple guys are coming after him because basically right now he Gotham, stashed his gear. Yeah, Gotham's in chaos, and so these guys think he's an easy mark. Lo and behold, he's Anarchy. And for those of you who don't know who Anarchy is, you're not missing much. Uh, he's just. The young, he's an,
0: what, he's an anarchist. He's a left-wing anarchist that doesn't like the, the system, the corporations and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and, and his and outfit also is
2: – he's in a giant – although his suit is kind of cool. I do like his suit. But, he's uh, got a long neck. Well, that's – he. Uh, that's not actually his head, right? I don't, I don't know. I I forget how on they do the character, on but, yeah, but
1: I think uh, the head thing is like raised up because he's supposed to be like way younger than he looks. Yeah, I, so I think like, it's actually part a of his taller.
2: suit or something. Like, There's yeah. something that does, they did something with him. Where yeah, he's
0: thought. just a red cloak with a gold expressionless mask and then a weird red brim top hat with the Anarchy logo on it. And he's got a staff that
2: can shock people.
0: So, Which is exactly
2: what he does to the uh, two thugs that tried to... Jump him. Jump him, yeah. So next we jump back to this college, and Professor Crane is now talking to the students, but he's calling himself Professor rants. Yes. And he's just trying to basically get the kids to put the mask on. And the one kid in the front, out of... So when they first saw the ad, of course, these jocks basically picked on the, the nerd of the group and said, Oh, you're coming with us. Yeah. So the nerds there staring at him and he's like, I, I, I know this guy. And all of a sudden he's like, Oh no, you're, you're Jonathan Crane. You're the scarecrow. You killed my father. And he, <laughs> he immediately is like, there's another professor there that let Crane in. And she's like, Are you actually the scarecrow? I oh, no, first, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, let me go back. So he he's recording this whole thing, and he basically then gasses the kid in front of everybody, including another teacher that <laughs> let him into the class, like is working yeah. with him in the classroom. He puts the helmets on everybody, and then the other teacher's like, Are you really the scarecrow? And he's like, mm, yes. <laughs> and he didn't even try tonight.
0: But it's also funny, right before that, he's like, Nothing to worry about. Uh, I always keep knockout gas on me for situations. Yes, like exactly. This.
2: In this skull-shaped dispenser.
0: Yeah, but those those VR helmets are to hypnotize people. It's his new version of fear gas, I guess.
2: Yeah. So and then uh, so he ends up putting the uh, other teacher in a mask. Batman just being Batman. He's just yeah. He's mulling about Bane. How yeah. He's not going after him. He's yet. just uh, swinging around the city. He finds two thugs that are trying to break into a car and basically beats them up. And he's talking about how much he loves just kicking the shit out of people. Next, so then we go into the nightmare of the one student. So we're in his VR experience, and then he's just, like, walking through a meadow with birds, and then it quickly turns into, like, a nightmare where the trees are attacking everything. His dad shows up, but then the scarecrow pops out of nowhere and basically just shoots his dad. Which is pretty good art. Yeah. And we find out later that, actually, this was scarecrow's first murder that yeah. yeah, first victim he basically killed his dad for a rare book of all things like his dad was a rare book dealer yeah and jonathan crane was obsessed with books and so he basically just <coughs> killed him for this book cuts to anarchy um spying on the hood brothers who are two guys with executioner hoods on
0: playing cards with some other gangbangers that's that's all they yeah, are just jobber I couldn't tell
2: if, yeah so he's like, I can't take them. So he sets off a flare, and Batman sees this. Basically, Batman goes up and just takes care of them. Crane, Professor Crane is now actually in his scarecrow outfit, and he commands everybody. He tells every, all the students and the one teacher to take their helmets off. He says that you're all my slaves. You must obey me. And he
0: makes them do standard things first,
2: like a dog. Yeah, and then he tests it by having the one student kill another student. He immediately does, and he's like, they're all mine. Yeah. Um, his, his test was a success, basically. Yes.
0: I I really like how he draws Scarecrow here, how he's kind of gangly and insane-looking and psychopathic. And, and um, I mean, the other versions were fine, too, where he was just a normal Q-tip-looking motherfucker, but this guy looks...
2: Well, it's, a, it's the same outfit. It's just a, a different... It's a the better first, interpretation yeah, of it because yeah. he actually gives him a mouth that... Moose and what little bit Zadie, of swirly eyes. Yeah, well, just what little bit of detail he puts in the eyes actually tell more emotion than the other one. Yeah, yeah, it's the same outfit, but his head doesn't look like a Q tip because it's more proportioned correctly or whatnot. Right. It's just it's a better illustration. Uh, Batman takes care of the thug brothers. Yeah. Anarchy's watching him.
0: Anarchy also starts understanding that Batman's an enemy because these guys wouldn't exist without Batman. Which has kind of been done before, where it's like the only reason these guys exist is because Batman created these villains. I'm and not even. I mean, Spider Man's yeah. done that too. So, yeah, that's yeah. stuff. So, this is just setting up anarchy actually
2: going after Batman instead. Yeah, he basically says, Batman's my enemy and I have to take him out. Yeah. Uh, and then it ends with the first issue ends with Scarecrow walking out all of his new minions. In, yeah, because actually costumes. they're all wearing Scarecrow outfits and he hands them all a bunch of gas
0: and uh, he's dispensers. And he's also now trying to become the god of fear. Like he's, he's saying how there's different gods for everything, where it be Thunder, Thor, the god of thunder, Anubis, the god of embalming, Abu, the Sumerian god of vegetation. There's always one, but there's no god of fear, and that's what he wants to be. Which, fun fact, uh, the video game Arkham Knight is inspired by these three issues. Well, oh, I was going.
2: I was going to yeah. say that because it's basically the. Have you played Arkham Knight? Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. His his entire quest line is called God of Fear, and it basically is the same exact plot where he wants to gas the entire city. Yes. Yeah. So uh, was, you know, was it
2: actually inspired by all this?
0: Yeah. You this know? this this book helped inspire that. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, story. Cool. Well, also, the Red Hood stuff they mix. Well, he together. says
1: there's no god of. He says there's no god of fear, but like, they're pretty sure there is a Greek god of fear, isn't that Phobos?
0: I have no idea. I, I mean know, like, that's God what it
1: is work. in <laughs> I mean that's what it is in the comic books anyways, uh, Marvel comics.
2: Yeah, but, I mean it very well could uh, be. So the next uh next issue is Shadow of the Bat number seventeen. Scarecrow's walking all of his minions out. He keeps Harold with him. Or does he?
0: Yeah, he keeps Harold with him because Harold mentioned that he uh killed his father and he's interested in this. So he wants to know more about that. Exactly. He's, he's like, oh, he he says offhandedly, like, oh, you said that you I killed your dad, huh? Well, stick with me. Let's
2: let's talk. Then it cuts to, and he's basically sending all of his minions off into different sections of the city to dispatch fear gas. Well, whatever the, the mission he gives them. Yeah. Well, um, that's what that's what it ends up being. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was going to get to that. Okay. okay. Way to spoil it for everybody else that's uh, listening.
0: It's going to be spoiled for them regardless. There's yeah, in a, a- second. <laughs>
2: give him a, Give them a little bit. Come on. So Batman's beating up some more thugs. Gets in the car, and there's a APB that they captured one of the minions, and they're wearing a scarecrow outfit. Uh, he goes. No. To the, no. They it? find the body.
0: They find the dead body with the scarecrow.
2: Oh yeah, that's seen. right. I'm sorry. That's yeah. Right. And there's also a VHS tape addressed for Batman. And so the police, of course, put the tape in. They start to play it. And lo and behold, and this is some pretty ingenious engineering, it was a magnesium-based booby trap. They plays the tape, and at the end of the tape,
0: he mission's impossible's
2: it. Yeah. And but it's way more impressive than Mission Impossible because it blows up a lot.
0: This message will literally self-destruct. Yes.
2: And the message is basically telling everybody that he's going to become the god of fear, beware of me. They also
0: show him way more insane now, like more than whenever he was with Joker. Because he's now just saying, ha hooray, and other weird yells and screams. Like, it's kind of out of character from the previous versions we've seen him in this uh, series, but I like it. Because if someone's messing around with this fear gas constantly, you would think that he'd be slowly driven insane just being around it all the time. Kind of like working with paint or other types of chemicals. Yeah, yeah. Even if his mask would have a breather in it or something.
2: Uh, next cuts to anarchy, beating up some bikers, which is kind of... Well, they're called the so, anti-bats and that they yeah. would never existed if Batman wasn't around. So. Yeah, I mean, I understand, like, the whole anarchy thing, but again... Go the, blow the up ba- a bank.
0: <laughs> if you want to be anarchy, go blow up a bank.
2: Yeah, like, yeah. So, okay. The, the anarchy part is just kind of... At the end, uh, it, there's a reason for it, but in the middle, it's just, it's just filler until yeah. it, Batman gets to Scarecrow. So then when we cut to Scarecrow, because uh, I believe Harold has inherited inherited his father's rare book collection. Yes. And Scarecrow only got one, but basically he found out he had them all. The best part about this thing though, is that
0: they're in this library or whatever. And there's a sign that says that points them in the right direction for books, contemporary, this way, European, medieval, children's, this way, and then ancient books. Yeah. Ancient book section is just like, whoop. Fucking what?
2: Oh, in the roof garden. There you go. Roof garden books. <laughs> anyway, so Scarecrow is just in love with these rare books, which I, I never realized he before this. I didn't realize that was his passion was books, which is interesting. This could have just been something that Grant made up. Yeah. So and He's rubbing it, his nipples all over. We just do a flashback of uh, Scarecrow at the university. His sides terrorizing. What's that? His origin story. Yeah. yeah. It's a quick origin story of besides being terrorizing people, his love for books. Cause he, he literally is sitting in his apartment and there's nothing but a light, a chair and books all over the place. Like he's a book hoarder and it's pretty impressive. You missed, you missed
0: the best part where he says he, they show him flashing to uh, his weird ways of teaching saying, ladies and gentlemen, the psychology of a gun and he's shooting a flower pot in front of all these students. <laughs> it's like, a Oh yeah. <laughs>
2: Sorry. Which is funny because they actually – every time there's a Scarecrow origin story, him using the gun to establish a fear. reaction of fear is – all the stories I've read, it's always the reason he gets canned from Gotham Union. Oh, so
0: that's that's a hard line continuity thing. He uses a gun. I believe so, yeah. Because okay. there's
2: another – I have another Batman Scarecrow one-shot basically. Uh, okay. I never knew that. So okay. yeah, do that. I just knew he, he was a professor the gun. that used his gas and that's it. No. And then it just shows that he – killed harold's father for the book working for some crime guy
0: that was his first job yeah i kind of like scarecrow using a gun because anytime i see him it's usually i'll sprinkle some dust on you and i'll run away no i kind of like scarecrows just like fuck it i'm packing heat i'll scare you but i'll also shoot you in the face bitch
2: Yeah, it's, it's an interesting take on the character because I feel like, I don't know, I, I'd have to read more, but I don't know how often he after this he actually does that where he actually has yeah, a gun. I'd I, I never see him. Use, yeah. The only person
0: I ever see used firearms is Joker and Two-Face and Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah. <laughs> as you look at me.
2: So, of course, after going after the ancient books, Scarecrow and Harold go up to the garden, roof garden, to watch as all the chaos starts. Basically, at this point, all of his minions have gone around the city. And are spraying their fear gas into <laughs> all the HVAC units in certain buildings to create spreading chaos. Of, yeah, just yeah. to
0: create the entire city be scared. Basically, yeah.
2: The uh, final sequence of Batman begins when he gases the whole city. Yeah, and first go to a restaurant and everybody freaks out. There is one guy,
0: the waiter that gets caught on fire. No, oh, <laughs> That's what no. I was no. Say. Okay,
2: so there's a waiter that gets caught on. <sighs> He's making a flambé, and when someone... the gas
0: starts creeping in, <laughs>
2: <on>, when gonna, <laughs> it's
0: a pretty funny panel. Yeah,
2: the, it the, the chaos that ensues. I feel bad that I'm laughing at it, but it's it does a really good job of just being humorous because it first shows off or it first shows at a restaurant, and it starts where a waiter is flambéing the crepe Suzette. A guy freaks out because ants are covering him, and he bumps into the waiter the waiter of course is still carrying a bottle of whatever he used to flambé it breaks he ca- and catches on fire and he just freaks the hell out <laughs> he, you know and falls out of window as one now. does yeah. yes, when they catch well, on fire of course and again similar to last the the one previous issue whenever they showcased they did the same event but in different takes uh, we go to we jump to anarchy falling scarecrow and then it shows batman Jumping after the uh, poor waiter. You know you have Batman saving the waiter and falling into a s- fountain as the, as the panel Bracer shows falls. anarchy uh, attacking Scarecrow. But, of course, it's not, not actually Jonathan Crane. It's one of his lackeys. So Batman goes and decides to go into the restaurant. The one that I like the most is the guy that says, please, no more steel wool. His yeah. fear is something steel that has wool. to do with steel wool, and I'm just like, wow, that one's that one's pretty good. He's pretty
0: kinky looking. He might have been at Humpfest, too, and saw too many weird videos. Yeah, I mean, I guess <laughs> yeah, steel yeah. wool on those genitals would probably scare anyone away, if you think about it. He says steel wool hurts. so yeah, I'm, not, I'm saying it doesn't, but
2: I'm just curious as to why that's your – well, I guess it would be a fear, but that's got to be something p- specific yeah, that is like your you said, fear. It's
0: probably some kink he had, but it
2: went too far. So anyway, uh, Anarchy uncovers or takes off the lackey's mask, and it turns out he finds out it's a kid, and he realizes that he's brainwashed, and he's got his anti-brainwash amulet that he uses to... uh, Deus Ex Machina dial. Yeah, basically uh, free the kid. Find out the plot
0: of what Scarecrow's doing. Yes, correct. While Scarecrow Uh, has the big holographic projectors go off. Yeah. So as Gotham.
2: as Batman's in the restaurant trying to sort out all the chaos, uh, all these holographic projectors go off. We cut
0: to a two panel splash page of Scarecrow projected in some type of giant holographic projector all over Gotham where he proclaims that he is finally the God of fear and that you should fall on your knees, worship him, surrender your city to midnight to me by midnight or else you will face total annihilation. And this is going on all over. This could be seen from everywhere across the city while Batman's watching in. Yeah, so here's
2: the one thing. If Scarecrow has this type of technology, why is he wasting his time with, like, that's pretty impressive tech. That he can create this giant 3D holographic image that everybody can basically see. Because, yeah, then it shows now Batman looks at it from one angle and flies to, he's basically going to fly to the projector, which he doesn't realize there's more than one. And then it cuts to Anarchy looking up at the image as well. So, like, everybody sees this.
0: Yeah, Anarchy's like, oh, well, I'll just take them both out in one fell swoop. And that's the you know, the issue. I think
2: they mentioned that
0: he steals this holographic shit from the cops. Next
2: issue. Next is Shadow of the Bat 18, which is the conclusion of God of Fear. It with the scarecrow just walking into the police precinct and literally saying... I've come to turn myself in. It's me, the scarecrow and the cops pull their guns. And he literally just like drops all this gas, fear gas on them. He just like, tra la 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 and just walks around creating chaos.
0: Yeah. He, he gets the cops to shoot at each other, thinking that they're monsters. Essentially
2: cut to Batman finding one of the holographic projectors. And then he's like, crap, there's more than one. I got to find them all. Yeah.
0: Even though it shouldn't really, what's he going to do when he breaks it? It's still, I mean, the, the ransom message has been sent. Uh, maybe he's just looking for him.
2: Yeah, I'm going to say that's what he's doing. But again, this isn't Bruce Wayne where he's a detective. Right. He's using the, you know, what he knows, which is just fists. Just punch it to death. Yes, Punch exactly. everything to yeah. death. We get uh,
0: the news. The news uh, stations are also saying how he's crazy, and he's arguing with the TV itself and spraying it with fear gas, saying that I'm not crazy, and I'm going to kill you first, or you'll be the first sacrifice to me as my, uh, your new god, which is kind of funny because, yes, he's trying to fear gas a, an inanimate object. Yes. Well, he calls Gordon. He calls Gordon to say, oh, yeah, by the way, you really need to surrender because I also have a tanker full of fear gas positioned somewhere centrally in the city, and uh, it's going to be detonated if you don't announce my godhood. At this point, he, he really just wants to be officially announced as a god. I immediately thought this after reading it before Jim said, how, how do we make you a god? What do you want us to exactly do here? Like, just say you're a god? But then he, hangs, he gets hung up on it. It's like, it'll work itself out. It'll be all right. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Yeah, literally, he does. (laughs) It'll be all right. Just rub some dirt in it. We cut back to Scarecrow seeing Gotham City burning in certain spots, and then he sees the birds just fly by, and he starts terrorizing them, just like he used to back in the day. Oh, yeah. Still completely bonkers, even. Yes. Doing the same old shit he used to do before he became Scarecrow while Anarchy is spying on him. And then Batman shows up and it becomes
2: like some three-way fight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Batman shows up. Anarchy basically. shoots him with a flare gun. Shoots well, Scarecrow he, flare he shoots gun. Scarecrow with a flare gun because Scarecrow basically Scarecrow's is going to get away and that prevents him from doing so. Uh, I'm impressed with the fact that they basically let Scarecrow kind of be a badass here because yeah. he actually goes toe-to-toe with Batman. <laughs> he impresses him with his crane style, yeah, which yeah. I like. Um, he now has a new weapon, though, which I thought was pretty cool. Was He's got, like I guess, darts that shoot out of his glove.
0: Yeah, he, he kind of improved upon Bane's comically big dart gun. And just put it into his glove to shoot darts, yeah. drug tipped darts. This reminds me of some Chris Claremont shit where he's shooting these darts at him, not too far away. So I don't know. There's a second, but Batman's thinking while wow, these darts are coming at him. No doubt tipped with fear poison. What should I be afraid of? Huh? Well, I want to know. But now is not the time to experiment. Like he thinks all <laughs> this while these darts are just shooting at him in slow motion. I guess it reminds me of some C- Chris Claremont b- bullshit where Wolverine's in the air and he has like twenty thought bubbles within a second of doing the action he's supposed to be doing but
2: yeah go ahead so anyway basically scarecrow yeah he starts to fight batman with his crane style there is no defense against it they say and batman's like i guess they lied because he grabs his leg in an mma fight where the he blocks a kick and then shoves him on just pummels him to, yeah. he's gonna just start to pummel him cut the anarchy coming in with a uh now he anarchy swings in net. Yeah, and, and drops a net on the two of them because he's like, no, Batman, you're the worst. And he starts to taser Batman. Nobody's and paying he attention. Explains to... Why? What we already know. Yeah. You know? That Batman's the cause of all the evil and all that. And that's why he's doing that. And then Scarecrow basically was like, they're not paying attention to me. Uh, he commands his minion Harold uh, to basically knock out uh, take anarchy. Yeah. He just basically punches anarchy and knocks his mask off and distracts him enough. At this point, Scarecrow actually does manage to gas uh, Batman and Anarchy. John Paul's fear is that he has nothing underneath the mask. Yeah, he's a big phony. He's a big nothing, which we already knew. Yeah, we already know this. Scarecrow is basically laughing triumphantly. While still screaming, haroo, hurrah! But Jean-Paul basically pushes through the fear, kicks Scarecrow, and just starts to beat up on Scarecrow again.
0: This is because of the system, which we mentioned before, that was implemented into his mind when he was young. Because he damned St. Dumas saying that even he can't be afraid because he's feeling the new program, he says. Oh, yeah. Chicken. Okay.
2: So the program basically takes over. and
0: Yeah, the system kicks in, and he goes in the autopilot, yeah. essentially.
2: And so as Batman kicks Scarecrow, Scarecrow, he orders Phil to basically jump off the roof. And Batman initially tells him not to do it he jumps anyway. This is where I was saying the key
0: last episode, yeah. Yeah,
2: where Batman made the choice to go after the villains or save the mayor. Here instead, he uh, goes after the bad Harald, guy. Harold ju- yeah, jumps off and he basically goes after the bad guy. And Scarecrow's like, "You let him die. I don't believe it." And then Batman's just like, "Believe this and freaking yeah. Just completely almost... Please it it looks like mask. he snaps his neck, honestly, yeah. the way they draw it. But it cuts to Anarchy actually grappled, the, you know, has his grappling hook and caught the kid. He pulls him up. The kid is safe. Batman threatens him at this point and says, I could crush your head like an egg. If you ever get in my way again, I will. Flies away or swings away. Yeah. But he, also, so- he also
0: mentions that he plays the numbers game. Like, he's, he's playing the logical thing where... Anarchy was like, you didn't know I was going to be able to save this guy, and he was like, "Well, if Scarecrow escaped, even more people would die." So I did the most logical thing.
2: Yeah, but again, it's just it's it's interesting that he chose to go after the bad guy and let the victim die, yeah, yeah. basically. And well, he's definitely not your yeah father's so Batman. That's the I, I don't know if you know. I, I imagine they actually purposely put that in there for that. Yes, but I just thought it was interesting. There was that 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 quickly after the last time it happened that this was revisited and flipped
0: yeah that's you know that i liked it chris you were we were kind of going through that sort of fast because this is getting long on the tooth but what did you did you have anything to say about this
1: no i love the story overall um i love the artwork by uh brett Blevins. also did uh, new mutant yeah and uh i think just the the one thing is the projection screen with scarecrow in the sky he had like a bunch of like weird 3d red lines around him but i didn't see any blue so i was just wondering if you had 3d glasses would it actually pop out or not
0: probably not you broke i mean i don't want to shit you shit on your point but (laughs) odds are good that if it wasn't drawn some things seem like they pop out in 3d when you wear those 3d glasses but usually it's that's not the case it has to be like drawn next to each other kind of like doubly yeah it might it might give off some weird perceptions of how it looks i like that i like that uh, the side story a lot too, because you didn't have to necessarily buy two different titles to get that story. It was all in its own little bubble, and you didn't have to worry about B and C plots essentially as well. Yeah, and like
2: you said, it was running in conjunction with uh, Nightfall proper. It was yeah. still part of the story arc. Yeah, it was a side story. Yeah, it could be. But anyway, it, it happened during it. You know, again, you you can, I you like, it, that's anyway. what I like about Legends of the Dark Knight and all these other ones. They're 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 stories that happen. You know, they happen. It's just right. they don't have room to tell them. In the main titles,
0: Batman four ninety nine. This is the one cover I was talking about. I had no idea who this was. I thought this was Katie Lang. That's the
2: first thing that popped in my head. I for the I'll be honest. For the longest time, I thought it was some crippled thug that he was going after.
0: Yeah, and then we realized, oh wait, Batman's in a wheelchair. Or Bruce Wayne's in a wheelchair. Yes, that's Bruce <laughs> yeah, Wayne. It's Bruce Wayne. It's, it doesn't look like him. I thought it was a woman for a while. Uh, just the way I thought it was did. an Asian
1: woman with a mullet. Yeah,
0: because I mean, that was that was kind of the hairstyle for people back in the day. Was that weird mullety look and I, it has feminine features on Bruce Wayne, but maybe that's because of the uh, inking. It looks like he's wearing lipstick. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be the the thing for yeah. all of us. And of course, we have you know the debut of Batman's new grapple gloves, essentially the the uh, claw gloves.
2: Kelly Jones really draws them well, though. Out of all yeah. the different artists that draw this character, uh, he actually draws them very well.
0: And he also has I like how he's that he draws Batman jumping at Bruce, but he makes sure to keep those twenty thousand rib muscles in light. <laughs> yes. Everything else is basically in darkness except those rib muscles.
1: Also, why is his cape tucked into the gloves?
0: Oh god, it is. That is weird. Yes. <laughs> So weird. weird,
2: weird artistic choices from Mr. Jones here. I think it works though. Personally, I think it's a pretty uh, again, this is one of my favorite covers of the run. Really? I don't know. I don't know why. It's just, I think it's just the motion that Batman's shown there jumping at it. It, it could have been anybody, honestly, but just the way I, I don't
0: know. Right, well, let's, let's get into this. Batman just right away, just beating the crap out of tough. Tony, the uh, union boss. Well, Robin is anemically saying, stop it. John Paul is just telling him to shut the fuck up. That he's basically beating him into submission to get all the mob bosses to convince Bane that they're handing over the unions, so he can get his kids back. And then Batman will get the jump on him. We cut back to Bruce Wayne with some uh, evidence from the uh, the terrorists that kid. Oh, you- I'm sorry, you're going to say? Yeah, something? I was going.
2: Yeah, I like how Batman basically tells uh, Tony to put the location on a piece of paper and stick it in a hole in the wall, right? Right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his little, it's a little secret, se- abandoned building or whatever they're in. Little secret stick message. it in that hole right there. Stick it in my
0: message hole. Yeah. Humpfest 2019, stick it in my message <laughs> hole. It's going to be my <laughs> submission. But we, cut the, we cut the Bruce Wayne. He got one of the masks from the terrorists that kidnapped Consolving and Jack Drake through a very fast forward scientific deduction. He found out that there's a weird increase in the antibody count for West Nile, or I'm sorry, not West Nile, uh, malaria. He figures out that it's an immunity, that they're not actually contracted malaria, but he's been vaccinated against it, which we'll find out later that he uh, has to go to Santa Prisco because that's where we cut to Bane sitting in his comfy chair again watching TV about Batman back in action and he doesn't seem too happy about it while uh bird is he's talking about how he has to consolidate their hold and how no one's seen tough tony brezzy batman's back and bane's arguing with Bird, saying that's not him it's nothing but a costume and he broke the real batman this is an imposter he'll destroy him. Zombie got uh, contact from Tough Tony after that, so he wants to go have the meeting and he wants his kids back. Somehow, Bird thinks that Batman is squeezing Brezzy. There's only a couple chapters left, so I guess they got to get all it. And we cut back to Bruce Wayne saying it's an apparently a rare strain of malaria called Sicorum And that is, they find out, in Santa Prisca, back where he first got the Venom injection, or the island where he fought in Venom, and then where Bane was also imprisoned. There's some weird tie loop there, dude, which <laughs> I, I don't know if that comes up in the Crusade or the search part of Nightfall, Night Quest, I think it is, or something, because Bruce Wayne's going to get on the jet to Santa Prisca to figure this out, and I think we don't see him for a while unless he's part of like some sea plot. I don't know. We'll, find, right, out. we'll, we'll find, out. find out in the next few episodes. Uh, we get Robin coming home in his little secret lair under... <laughs> some well somewhere and bitching about how he John just Paul, passes out. He's yeah. just tired and passes out. He, he's, he's thinking that he should just hang it up. Cause John Paul's like not Batman. He's not his Batman and it's not working for him. So he just passes out. We get Alfred and Bruce confirming with Barbara about the Santa Prisca connection and that they're going to go rescue what they assume is Dr. Consolving and Jack Drake in Santa Prisca. And while doing that, he also gives the cave and everything else to uh, John Paul. Cause he says, yeah, I'm going to be out of here. So 100%, this is yours.
2: Everything. Yeah, but stay away from Bane. Yeah, still
0: stay away from Bane. And once they leave, Sean Paul goes into a trance from the system and he draws something. And he doesn't realize what he drew. He tries to contact Harold, the hunchback mute mechanic. Yeah. But nowhere to be found, so he decides to build them himself.
1: So this part, when I first originally read this, it uh, was the same time I read, you know, the previous episode what we talked about in trade form. And I didn't know... About John Paul and the system, so I had no fucking idea what was going on with him drawing this stuff. It was super confusing. So yeah, I'm very glad that we read the Azriel stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, they did a really not great job of explaining what the system was at all. In fact, I think they mentioned it slightly in the pre- yeah they mentioned it slightly in the prelude, like a Cliff's Notes version. But yeah, that's about it. Yeah, he gets he gets these weird gauntlets that are super spiky, and they can
2: shoot grappling hooks and shuriken. I just remember that the first time I read this for some reason I thought when he says he sticks his fingers in and grabs the message and he's like it worked I thought he meant that the gauntlets worked got that <laughs> threatening tony yeah it told totally him the information because, to to uh
0: yeah because his his fingers are claws like there's no way he can grab shit easily so it looks like when he's able to grab this paper out of the wall he's like I can't believe I was able to grab this piece of paper <laughs> yes. with these stupid talons he gets the message from the uh, his Tony hole, his Batman hole, that uh, tough Tony freed his fellow Dons, but not until Bane agreed to hand over his children at the Salarino warehouse in an hour. They basically say, we're going to go get them. I'm putting the thugs and the monsters out. Not good enough because Killer Croc hurt me back in the beginning. I'll show you who's good enough because Bane walked right past me in contempt because he's pissed off now that... The first time they met, Bane didn't even bother fighting him. Fuck this. I'm going to go kick his ass because he thought I wasn't shit. And I got these badass weirdo claw gloves. Cut to Bruce and Alfred getting on a plane. And guess who's going to stow away with him? It's Selena Kyle. Ooh. Yeah. She pretends to be a, uh, at a charity function. And she says she needs to desperately reach Santa Prisca. Well, I guess we'll find out more about that later. It's just she's tailing along with them. I guess on Bane's orders, maybe. Like I said, I, I haven't
2: read the Christmas forever. I don't, forever, actually, so I, I don't think it actually is. I think it has something else. I don't know if there was something <clears throat> something in her her titles that they were doing with. I don't know. I never we'll find out, I guess, later on. Yeah. So we cut to the warehouse where Tough Tony gets his kids back.
0: Uh, zombie pushes them back. And before they can do their transaction with the unions mm-hmm. and all that, Batman pops out of nowhere and just starts beating the fuck out of all three of the uh, Bane's goons again. The gloves look stupid on this costume. I will admit that. I think they look better on the bat armor because it's more uniform. Yeah. But I do like the fact that Batman is basically shooting people.
2: Well, yeah. He he <laughs> rips, he rips basically rips Trog's face off, but they don't really show that because he, he slashes him. And he's holding his face. He shoots the shuriken right into Bird's
0: chest. And then he rips off his falcon's wing with his,
2: his claw. He's just... Well, yeah, that's the other thing. That poor falcon, somehow it like heals immediately because it shows back up a little bit later and yeah. it's, it's okay. But he just like yeah chops its wing in half with his claws. Yeah, but he makes short
0: work of them and tries to find out where Bane is with all his goons knocked out while the cops show up to take Bane's goons away. John Paul goes back to the bat cave to draw some more and Robin bumps into him somehow they got separated i don't know they keep asking he's asking where harold is and jean paul doesn't know or ace the bat hound harold's dog they're still around though because they show him later but they're kind of hiding out in their own little part of the bat cave yeah which is
2: interesting that i guess they would know it better but i thought it was interesting that john paul didn't find it because he goes pretty crazy here in a little bit robin was not part of the meeting when bruce told jean paul it's all yours yes he basically went home and yeah. crashed so he comes, but he was coming, planning on coming back to the cave to tell Bruce. He might have made a mistake. So Jean Paul left, and Robin left, and he basically wasn't expecting to find Jean Paul in the cave. Right. And then he goes, he's basically asking where everybody's at, and Robin goes upstairs, finds a message from Alfred. Cause, yeah, because he never knew that. Yeah, his dad. He, got he, kidnapped. Uh, his dad yeah. You know, he's been so busy running around Jean Paul, he didn't even realize his dad got kidnapped. Yeah. And also, cut to Selina Kyle hid in the bathroom of the plane, Wayne's Enterprise's plane. So that's that's
0: really the end of that issue. Uh, Chris, you want to take us through this next one, the penultimate? Uh,
1: is this uh, Detective 666? Yes. Hail Satan. Yes. Uh, so Bane's on the cover again, again with his scaly red muscles. Uh, and he's nude. humongous. <laughs> and nude. Yeah. Yes. Um, with light coming from his crop.
0: Batman looks like he's ready to um. suck him off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um... First page, we see Batman doing his best Spider-Man impression.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's very limber while grappling around and web-slinging and
1: climbing walls. Straight-up web-slinging. And uh, he's going to Gordon. Uh, he gets to Gordon, again, drawn really cool in the shadows. Uh, you can only see his brow and his eyes. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks like the animated series logo, almost. Yes, yes,
0: yeah. in, the, in the title cards. For the the opening title, yeah,
1: um, and he's talking to Gordon, but it's funny because Gordon's talking, and he wait, what are you still doing here? <laughs> he's just like, yeah, he turns oh, around, I... and he's
0: confused that Batman hasn't left yet. And he's, just he's like, like he usually leaves. to you,
1: <laughs> because you know, obviously, Gordon knows that it's not, or doesn't know that it's not Bruce. Yeah, he, um, he
0: realizes this is the point where this isn't him.
1: Yes, we cut to. Police precinct where Bullock is in is interrogating Zombie and the other Bane goons, um, trying to get more information and they're pretty much telling them to fuck off. And they're being held in these weird like Hannibal Lecter cells. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter uh, magneto like, cells. Yeah. And you know, they're like, Yeah, we're gonna get out of here, Bane's gonna break us out and sure enough, like when Bird says that, a bag drops down and it says watch and wait, Stein B. It's kind of obvious when you're watching it now, or reading it now, but yeah. I thought this was like super clever. Bane's breaking him out. They end up getting out, but then you see Batman following them, and that's like kind of his whole plan. Yeah. Um, he was
0: never Bane. It was Batman.
1: Uh, we get a quick page of Robin being all alone. I'm wondering where Bruce and his quick, dad are. Yeah, yeah with uh, Miss McIlvaney. And then uh, we see... Batman swinging around a little bit, and that's when we get Bane in his pink robe with a glass of wine, yeah. uh, just just turning in for a for a nice relaxing evening.
2: <laughs> I just noticed this. Apparently, they're at the Watergate Towers, so this what, is in DC. Uh, it, it, it
0: says, "Looks like an O
2: R Gate and then- worse." Yeah, so I mean, it's
0: off. It's cut off.
2: Yeah, maybe it's yeah. Wor- maybe it's wor- Watergate or something. You know, Water- Watergate. Watergate. Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the border, like, at the Watergate. Alright, you were saying, Chris?
1: So, yeah. Bane's looking like a pimp in his robe, and they're just like, hey, thanks for breaking us out, and he's like, wasn't me. But no, it said you, and Bane just straight up calls them idiots as soon as Batman breaks in, which Bane ends up smashing the wine glass in his fist. You yeah, know, yeah. Obviously, Bane can take it, he's obviously strong, but holy shit, that had to hurt. And then like, just one page wrecks through all the stupid goons, Trog, Zombie, Bird, done. And then this issues just an entire fight and it's fantastic yeah Um, it's a good
0: back and forth it's a good uh switch of pace change of pace from uh bane trying to fight bruce last time
1: yeah
2: i just like that again thankfully bird freaking gets like karate chopped in the face i'm like yes break that nose screw bird (laughs) i hate bird (laughs) and then you get that really great image of batman with the claws on standing over trog and just like looking very ferocious just yelling for bane and that image right there is pretty awesome
1: as I was gonna say, they, they start fighting and, you know, Bane kind of retreats. Uh, Batman's shooting his little bat Dude, shurikens at him. he's
0: shooting him in the fucking, like, chest and legs and stuff. And Bane just keeps coming at him.
1: So Bane, he, he upgrades with some venom and throws a couch at him. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, I love that he throws not only, a-
1: <laughs> not only throws a couch, but hits him with a couch that then goes through a window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's when Batman ends up uh, hitting him again with a shuriken in the thigh. And Bane just God. no, he, he pushes oh, it mad.
0: in. That's that's one that already hit his leg, and he just pushes it in further, which I think's even better.
2: Yeah, I think it's pretty awesome. Oh. Right? He he like literally stuck him with a one, and it, then he gets hit with a couch. And Bane was basically going to choke him out and almost break his back over a railing, and then he hits him with. He basically plunges the shuriken further into his leg. Yeah, and that's the only thing that shakes Bane off. I just want to point out, guts
0: him a couple. He guts Bane a couple times again. He just keeps yeah. slashing him across the chest, and there's like. There's a lot of fucking blood going on here for a Batman
1: book.
2: So, did Especially anybody...
1: with the comic code yes. still around.
2: Yes. Uh, so did anybody else notice the random jump from the inside of the hotel? First off, nobody in the hotel noticed that there's this giant muscle du- dude running around. You got three guys coming in with prison jumpsuits. And then... He pays a lot of money to shut them up. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. So I like it that the hotel is like really nice and has a giant atrium in the middle. They fight... And right when Batman just basically starts slashing Bane, he calls him an animal. Animale. It's like, the first time we get
0: Spanglish from Bane, which I'm surprised and we haven't
2: seen earlier. Freaking slaps him into tomorrow off the ledge. And then Batman uh, grapples and then immediately goes to a construction site. It's above them.
0: Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like the building's still being made above them because if you look at the next picture, yeah, I realize that, that, but it's just it's a weird transfer. I
2: I like that the fight went to the steel girders that it goes to because that's a cool venue for the fight. Yeah. But I just feel like that hotel would not be operational with that (laughs) construction like that above it.
0: Yeah, because it could just something could fall on people.
2: Plus, from the other image on the outside of the hotel, it looks like it's finished. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's just it's just funny that they drove from hotel construction site back to hotel to window wa- window washing uh, platform inside yeah. the hotel.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, they're fighting up in this uh, construction on the beams, on the i beams. Um, Bane gets slashed again in the chest, gets kicked in the face. Like actually, you know, John Paul is actually like holding his own very well against Bane. And then the, yeah, again, why is there a window washing on the inside of a hotel? I'll never understand, but maybe it's outside the way it's designed, but it, it makes it look like it's inside.
0: Well, it's got a giant um, atrium out in the middle, so like it's got four towering walls on the outside or inside, but well, it's I guess, a big opening.
2: Yeah, like the lower levels, yeah. just like they look out onto the atrium, Yeah, I guess, and then Bane had a penthouse, that's why he was on a walkway on the inside of the atrium. I don't know. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's
1: like a motel style, but it's like the fanciest motel in existence. Yeah. Well, there ain't water. no holiday center. <laughs> yeah, it's... We're going to say Holiday motel 6. Six. <laughs> yeah, I was going to mix it with Holiday Inn. The Motel
0: Inn. Yeah, and they find that washer, uh, window washer platform, and then he gets co- Batman gets comically tied up with a rope, and then Bane tosses him off, and then does like the snidely whiplash thing of slowly cutting the rope away with one of his own shuriken that he pulls out of his leg.
2: Yeah, that's pretty badass, by the way.
0: Yeah. I think the Comics Code probably told them, this guy... Needs to have a lot less blood drawn on him because, I mean, Batman seriously
2: – I don't know. He slashes and keeps shooting him with shuriken nonstop. Well, I'm going to say that Venom gives you mutant healing factor. Yeah. I, so the fact is, it slashes, the one is still bloody because it's like a protruding blade, whereas the slashes could have been healed almost immediately. But yeah. that's what I say about that.
0: But, yeah, it ends with uh, – that issue ends with – Bane cutting the Batman
2: rope. dangling to his death. Yeah. What's gonna happen, folks? And then we got the
0: final issue here, issue 500. Uh, which is a we get the debut of the bat armor, or it's a reversed mirror image of the first issue of this saga where it's Bane holding Batman in a weird way. It's now armor Batman holding Bane in a weird way. Batman 500. There's also a gatefold chromium cover that was drawn by Casada, as Joe Casada, as we mentioned earlier, and it's it's a Double sized issue with part one and part two, part one, the fall Batman, just dangling there on the rope and just start shooting at Bane, which would be the smart thing to do, I suppose. Yeah. This Bane's trying to cut the rope. and He's like, fuck this. I'm just going to shoot him with more shuriken, which some of them make it in there. And, but the rope snaps from the force of Batman moving around and Bane's pulling more shuriken out of his body. And then they get a the ridiculous scene of Batman, pushing himself off the wall while he's falling to get leverage to do a somersault into a pool below. Yeah. I literally look at that. I do I think, like, I do like how he missed his grappling shot though. Like he tried yeah. to, because he, this is his backup plan. Cause he, he missed his shot with the grappling hook. And then, uh, was like, well, fuck, the only thing I could do is push myself up against this wall and then kick off. <laughs> Barely makes it. I guess, a a foot of water can save you from a, 200 foot drop he's not that high i don't know he's pretty
2: fucking high 200 foot drop that's 20 stories up that hotel is not that big i don't know it's a pretty big atrium
1: yeah i'd say it's 50 easily but yeah yeah
0: what well, would we kill you after-
2: he is only 30 feet up right there
1: i don't know what you're talking about
2: you can see the one chris the- how is hump fest <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah for those of you listening at home, there's an image where you can see the fountain, the atrium level, the second floor, the third floor, and then there's Batman at the ledge or at the yeah. – between two and three. So. But it's, it's, not it's that still high. It's still ridiculous. I thought he – I literally look at that and I think his shin should be broken personally though. Oh, he, yeah,
0: because his legs didn't make it into the pool.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. His
0: back should be broken from the pelvis. Yeah, from the pelvis shatter. Bane is now kind of... This is also the thing that I've noticed in the I, when I reread these two last night, these two issues, uh, this one and the previous one, where once Bane's so juiced up on Venom, he becomes more of a idiot. He's like yes. grunting and...
2: It's almost like... Um, fight or When fight. his If he takes the Venom and whatever he's planning on doing works, he's fine. But the fact is now he took the Venom and Batman basically went toe-to-toe with him and Bane wasn't able to accomplish his goal. He can't... He's
0: probably pushing himself more.
2: Well, but he he literally can't come up with plan B on the spot, so he has to just run away, which is exactly yeah. what he does. But like, he's
0: also juicing up. They showed him juice up like six times, I think, in this oh, fight. He's cutting, yeah, yeah. which we we've only seen him like inflate once. So that that might also be a side effect because later in this, he starts speaking in like two
2: se- two word sentences and shit like that. There was a previous, and I I meant to mention it, and I don't know if it was in the last. Yeah, it would have been in the last. Uh, episode where he actually does mention that yes it's the issue right after and I, I don't I don't think I did mention it I might have but right after the zombie repairs his injector after Killer Croc broke it yeah Bane's like I need another hit for my like to think about something like so and I don't I, I'm guessing they did this and they kind of did it subtly but they showed hints that he thinks he's so much better on venom but he's addicted it's a drug and he's addicted to it right Because later on, yeah, like you said, he starts completely losing it. Is so addicted to it that he doesn't even like. At some one point here, he doesn't even he can't even use it. We get Bane
0: running away. He, he takes the elevator and then runs past Batman instead of finishing him off. That's, that's another reason why I think he's kind of losing his smart because he runs right past Batman struggling to get out of the pool or the, the fountain that he fell into. Yeah. The security shocked. guard has the
1: most appropriate reaction just security the entire eyes. time. Just, uh...
0: Yeah, but John Paul's too weak to go after him. And now the now with the security guard, as well as the other people, they're all mentioning, like, I never knew he had claws. Like, you know, the legend of the Batman. Not too many people know about him. We get an interlude of Robin calling what I assume is his girlfriend Ariana. And he was just like, oh, I miss you. And dad's gone. I just I, lost a friend. I just want
2: to point out that I was wrong. It's the Harbor Gate Hotel. Oh, uh, OK. We finally see the actual marquee there. Edit all
0: that stuff out. <laughs> Keep it in yeah. and double it. Yeah, Tim calls, I guess, his girlfriend and just laments and he's lonely. And then he just hangs up on her. I, I don't know if that was lonely, tired, about. and he can't really tell her what's wrong. Yeah, he's depressed and he can't vent to anyone. We also get another interlude <laughs> of Bullock and uh, I Lieutenant. I hate how they
2: draw Bullock. I really hate it. Why? Because he's eating a bag of donuts? He's wearing... A pink suit? A pink suit? Well, again, you guys keep calling it pink, but it's more... Purplish pink. Maroonish, yeah. And a yellow tie, or a yellow shirt, a purple tie, a yellow hat, a Dick Tracy hat, basically. Yeah. And eating donuts out of a giant bag that has Dunk and Eat on it. I mean, they just... donuts are looking good. Again, you know, Harvey Bullock from the show compared to this harvey bullock it's just like well he's eating donuts at the
0: scene where bane's goons are all knocked out and lieutenant kitch who is one of gordon's is talking to bullock and how mayor kroll wants to see him and we get we get birds falcon in the background trying to fly away while this uh cop is trying to wrangle it in which is a pretty Funny looking panel there,
2: especially because his wing should be like half off half, or he yeah. should be
0: bleeding out on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The lieutenant Kitch is out there to talk to Mayor Kroll. We uh, cut to Robin back in his costume, moping around about the whole situation where Azriel is doing one arm pull ups in his gauntlets. And which is impressive. Yeah. Dude, doing pull ups in general is impressive. I don't care who the fuck you are.
2: How I can do pull ups are easy.
0: You know,
2: well, you also don't weigh two hundred and forty some pounds. He's got to. Well, you just got to be able to lift two hundred forty some pounds, and then you yeah, can do pull ups. I guess I fucking self-owned myself then, huh? Uh-huh. I haven't done this pull up <laughs> in years,
0: though. It's just more of Robin saying, "You're not preserving Batman's legacy. This is this isn't right. You you really got to stop." Slashing people to shred, hitting people with nail bats, and letting other guys oof themselves with sledgehammers. And uh, he's as real saying, "I have to get on their level. I obeying the codes. Got Batman where he was. I have to do things my way, or it's the highway. Life is a highway. He'll go his way all, all night long, all <laughs> night long. <laughs> That's one of the worst fucking songs in the world. Anyone that plays that song in this day and age needs to be shot. Do you imagine just driving like with someone? And, like, that song comes on the radio. If you're listening to the radio like a crazy person, and it comes on, and someone's like, Turn it up! Life is a highway! It's just like, I would just open the door and just tumble to my house. I'd let him run me over. Fuck it.
1: There's an episode of The uh, the Office where Michael helps uh, Holly move, and he makes a mixtape, and it has that song, and they just keep listening to it on yeah, repeat. That's just a
0: fun repeat. <laughs> yeah, that's repeat. Yeah. <It laughs> daryl's in the
2: car. Is this the only song on this? <laughs> yes. You know this is, like, a three-hour drive. Oh. <laughs> but...
0: Robin, Robin storms off saying he's going to try something new. He's like, you can count me out if you're going to fight this way. And he's like, okay, that's fine. And he's talking about how the gauntlets aren't enough. And he lets the system take over. And we cut to Mayor Kroll telling Lieutenant Kitch that, hey, man, Batman saved my life. He's not that bad. Don't interfere with him. Don't, yes. don't try to go after him. Don't try to arrest him. Let him do his job.
2: Yeah. Like I said, I like that the mayor did a 180 on his stance on Batman because Batman basically did his job.
0: Yeah, and then we get Gordon confiding in his wife, saying, "This isn't this isn't the Batman we know. This is someone different." Cut back to Jean Paul building the bat armor, smashes out the security cameras down there because uh, he wants privacy from Harold, who was watching him from his computer in another part of the cave. Bane, I don't. This is a weird fucking prison because we get zombie and Trog and Bird all in this cell. But apparently, there's a weird cell roof to it because Bane just is on top of it, bleeding on Zombie's head, saying, "I'm losing a lot of blood here, man. I need more venom." And then Zombie tells him it's in this warehouse. Uh,
2: well, they, you know, they got out of the uh, Silence of the Lambs prison, so this yeah. is the Lesser Man's prison. Is it
0: like an open floor plan where there's no roof, I guess, or something like that?
2: Like, Again, it's, it's just some, it's yeah, just, just a design. Um, I mean, he's too big to crawl through the uh, air vents, so they couldn't yeah. do that.
0: Zombie tells him where they stash, he stashed a cachet, and uh, he's, Bane's like, all right, and right, I'm not breaking you guys out. This guy's mine. Like, fuck you guys. You're, I don't need you right now. <laughs>
2: it's not that he says, I'm not breaking you out yet. They're like, wait, aren't you going to break us out? And he's like, no. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. I, don't I wasn't going to gonna do that, do that yeah. before. Yeah, would you would ruined everything as it is.
0: Which is, I guess, a better
2: fate than what I would
0: imagine he would do if they were still. if they got broken out again. He'd probably kill them at this point.
2: It wasn't their fault that they were too stupid to... <laughs>
0: He doesn't tolerate that shit. Well, I think
2: they learned that lesson now.
0: Yeah, and then what we mentioned earlier, Nightwing shows up uh, at Wayne Manor while Robin's just hanging outside, and they uh, just have a little chat to chat about. Uh, would you have been Batman if Bruce asked? And Nightwing didn't really want to, but he said he would if it had to. If he had to. God, this is nine. 90- this is late eighties, early nineties Nightwing, where he has the super mullet and the goofy yellow, mm. yeah, tactical shoulder design or something like that. I, well, he's,
2: He had that, that was his Nightwing outfit from after he became Nightwing for the longest yeah, time. It's, it's a terrible, it's i oh, I'm not saying design. it's not, it's just that thank God they finally re changed it in the, uh, what almost right after this, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad.
0: Yeah. Uh, but they just explain how this is kind of weird. Like how I mentioned earlier, like why, why would you put this new guy with no experience as the title of Batman? And, <laughs> we get a flashback to what we mentioned earlier about how they were trying to design a costume for Asriel originally with the stupid head tassel is a combination of Asriel's and Batman's costume. And then he says, I figure it was a good cross between Asriel and Batman's outfits, but maybe I made it too similar to a bad guy. Bruce has just put away metalhead. Fuck. Yeah. Cause they show so metalhead much. just
2: punching. Batman. I like how they basically give metalhead like way more muscle mass than he had in an actual book. He looks pretty huge in that picture. Yeah. And he's like, he wasn't that big. Yeah. I was, exp- again, I, I read that after I read this, and I was expecting this giant Hulk, and it was going to be an impressive fight, and I'm like... Some spindly dude. WTF. Yeah. Lock the gates! <laughs> uh, so, he thinks that uh,
0: the suit was too similar. It gives John Paul subliminal cues, combined with all the weird stuff in his... I, I don't know. I think that was just a weird way of trying to tie Metalhead's design the Asriel's design. Or Nightwing says, yeah, well, we have to trust Bruce's decision. Bye. See you later. And... The Bat away. family in the early 90s is all a bunch yeah. of dicks. Yeah, they're all just like, it's a bunch of idols. It'll work itself out. Cut the Bane just juicing up on even more venom and is super fucking inflated. And then we cut to Bruce and Santa Prisca where he's talking about how Dr. Kinsolving saved his life and that he owes it and that she's a true healer and that he's failed her and they have to figure it out. That's, that's going to be the B plot. I like how Bruce has the... Uh... Professor X wheelchair in the one panel. Oh, it's super high-tech. Yeah. It looks yeah. Like, yeah it's, it's Who needs the Batsuit anymore? <laughs> just use that to fight crime with. Yeah, just put some boxing <laughs> gloves on or something. Boxing glove cannons or some shit. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to uh, Times Square or Gotham Square, whatever you want to call it, where there's a big electronic billboard for your message here. And Bane just comes into this control room, and this poor fucking nerd who's trying to figure out what to put on this ad here just – gets his neck snapped for doing his own job and this is where yeah
2: and the worst way possible because he literally grabs his neck and just goes like twists his hand and like you feel like i feel like he like whipped his neck like a rag doll and like yeah not saying getting your neck snapped is comfortable in any way shape or form (laughs) but he's just like
0: jerk and it's like yeah this poor nerd this is where i mentioned that bane's starting to talk in one word sentences he just says death no more running time to end it like all these like concise and small word bubbles robin goes back to harass jean paul but doesn't see he's there and he looks over his plans and he's like oh you gotta be kidding me and then they cut to which would probably be the the next opposing page to show the reveal even though we've seen it on the cover the new bat armor suit which allows him to i'm not gonna lie this might be my second favorite batman costume i like this costume it's 90s as fuck it's pretty fucking cool man oh no i like Asbat
2: suit this yeah. version of it the, I think the other ones get more ridiculous, but that was the whole point. I like the second helmet more than this one. I like the beefed up. Some We can get into that debate yep. in a little bit. But, yeah, I, no, I liked uh, Asbat's outfit a lot. The yellow I could do without. See, and here's like we were talking about. Well, we can talk about this after, afterwards.
0: Okay. Well, it's just Batman talking about how this is his city now for real. This costume is so great. He can He can glide kind of like in the Arkham games with his yes. new cape. He has the grappling hooks. He still has the gloves, but he also has all the armor that goes with it and the night vision and his helmet, and it's all reinforced. And he's looking for Bane, and he sees the uh, electronic sign uh, Bane put in quotation marks, Batman, and then it says, Now. Batman shows up, and it starts raining, which was I think, I think helps this fight scene a lot, that it's raining. Yes. Because you get the idea of everything's confusing, and it gets louder because they start talking. Gordon and Bullet can't really make out what they're saying to each other half the time.
2: I just like the line where it starts to rain. Is it, is it thinking it or is it just – no, I guess it's just the narrator is kind of narrating the story, which is interesting the way, that, the way it's narrated in that style. But I yeah. just like how, yeah, the, the line rain, rain makes it perfect. And then we get the badass image of Batman landing on the ledge. He's crouched down, but his cape is just like – Swooped up. Yeah. yeah, flying above him, which is just a really cool image. Yeah,
0: and then he yells for Bane to show himself, and Bane just jumps out. Kool-Aid man's out from this electronic billboard. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> billboard. Yeah, it's they got snipers from the police trained on him, but as per orders of the mayor, the lieutenant won't let them fire, even though, you know, like, yeah, shoot Bane, man. Bane's did a lot of fucking shit. Just shoot him. They said, no, this is Batman's fight. Bane walks up to him and talks about how he's still different. He's pretending to be him, and change it all you want, but you are not him. And Gordon's like, kind of caught her like ear of that, but he couldn't really make out all of it. So catching on to his hunch yeah. a little bit more. And then Batman just fucking just starts unloading on him some more. Whoa, whoa,
2: three fuck what best line of the book though. Bane says Gotham is mine in my pocket. And Batman says, Oh, prepare, prepare to, to be, be mugged. mugged. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a badass line. <laughs> that, is, that is a pretty good line. And then, yeah, the image of him shooting shurikens, and Bane just, like, blocks them, but they all freaking lodge in his... Uh, his forearm. Yeah, which is badass.
0: Yeah, and they just go to work on each other. This is a really good fight scene, I think. They just they keep trading blows uh, to the point where it would seem more believable while...
2: Well, no, because actually they don't trade just yet because it's just Batman... Bane's not... I don't think he realizes what he... Again, he doesn't realize the foe. Because initially, Batman's just unloading on well, he gets, Bane.
0: Well, okay. I mean, he gets... Batman starts on him, but then Bane juices up juices on him. Juices up,
2: and then, yeah, that's when it's back and forth. Yeah. Because then Bane gets the upper hand <laughs> until Batman has a giant flashlight on his chest. <laughs> on his chest, yeah. It just and blinds just sh- him. blinds him, which is pretty
0: cool. But. Yeah. But this is this is just a back and forth fight at this point until Batman smartly rips the fucking venom tubes off the back of his mask where he would
2: get his injections. And Bane freaks out because of it.
0: Yeah, because also before he injected himself with Bane, Batman got the best of him. Yes, so
2: without Which, that drug, he's nothing. Yeah,
0: he keeps saying stuff to the effect of like, "I've already broke the Batman, and not this one." Bane runs away and he gets shot in the back. Four more. F- this is like the fucking fiftieth time B- Bane got hit with a shuriken.
2: I just like that Batman has uh, laser pointers for his uh- his, his fit gauntlets. Yeah. Yes, at this point they are like. Beep,
0: beep. So Bane is in full retreat mode at this point, and he runs onto the train that's above the city bats just goes after him and they start fighting in the train predator two style with all the lights out the light, the power goes out. And uh, I feel bad for the poor
2: uh, conductor. Oh yeah. Bane Bane literally grabs him from the back of the head, shoves him face forward into the glass. And then he gets run over by the uh, train. train, Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, He, he gets, he murders the fuck out of this conductor, Batman and Bane just start fighting in this train in the dark. And Robin shows up at this point to uh, try and figure something out because The train makes hard right turns, and it's going way too fast, as Bullock says down below. And they're like, this thing's about to fall off the track. So Robin decouples the train cars that the citizens are still in to save them while Batman and Bane just keep going at each other. And the train eventually flies off the tracks. Yeah, it flies right into a fucking building at, like, 200 miles per hour. (laughs) Yeah. Bane is pretty much done at this point. He keeps asking for Venom even though he can't have access to it. And azriel knocks him out of the train car and is ready to give him the death blow, where Bane is actually asking for it. Gordon's like, no, he can't do it. I don't care. No matter what change, he's not gonna be a killer. And Robin's kinda asking him, like praying, you know, thinking, please don't do this. Overcome it, please. And at the last second, is just like, Alright, no, I gotta I gotta get myself in check here. Then get the system out of my head (laughs) for all five minutes. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, no, you're broken. Blackgate can hold the pieces. And Robin kind of fist pumps and Gordon's doubles back on what he used to think. He's like, well, maybe it is him. Then the Lieutenant just says, if you gentlemen will take care of Bane, I have standing orders to report to the mayor. So he's going back there. And then Robin confronts Asriel and doesn't like the way things get done. Kind of like earlier, I guess in showcase where, you know, Bruce comes to terms with Robin's impulsiveness and forgives him. Robin forgives Asriel's impulsiveness, and you've earned it. You've earned the right for the costume, new or old, and I guess you really are Batman. Azrael doesn't say anything right away. just walks past him and just thanks and flies off, and that's it. That's the end of that uh, Who Rules the Night. Batman has been broken, and now Bane has been broken, and we now we have a new Batman to carry us into
2: 1993 and beyond. Uh, what did we think? of? I think DC screwed the pooch by getting rid of Casada because – Chris, did you see the the uh, other image for fi- Batman Five Hundred
1: cover of Casada? Yeah, it's a really good Batman. It, it doesn't
2: even look like it belongs with these books because just the coloring. And, and I don't know if this is. I don't think this is an updated version. I think this is the actual one. But like the, the inking, the coloring, the art, it doesn't even look like it's the same yeah, book. Yeah, and if you had him drawing this oh my god this thing would have been amazing yeah I mean, it's, it's, it's still this art story. is completely different
0: from everyone else's at this point and the coloring so much so so superior
2: to everything else but anyway yeah. Chris
0: what what do you think of the story overall did you did you like this more same
1: uh this one is I would have to probably you know give this one a seven or so because um, there was a lot of good Stuff that I liked about it. Uh mostly all the artwork. But there were just some parts where I could have done without mostly anything that had to do with Robin. I was just like, Robin, you can go get fucked. <laughs> like just small stuff like that. And I thought the the lead up to Batman being broken was a lot more fun to read than post broken Batman. And just they didn't explain they didn't have John Paul in it enough to really justify him becoming the Batman, but overall it was still pretty fun and it was a lot of fun to look at.
2: I'm gonna give it an eight. I think Ooh, it's good. really? Yeah. There's a lot of filler issue. Like the... What is it? Batman 498 with Catwoman. Kind of was like a slow issue. I actually feel like they should have put... I feel like you should read the Shadow of the Bat stuff before... You're the Detective Comics right before that. What story beats? The, the order is off is what I'm getting at. The way that it... I don't know if you read it this way, that it he jumps off the ledge with the crime boss, union boss, whatever you call it, and then it goes to Shadow of the Bat, and then it jumps back to it. In the in the trade publication. Yes. I don't know what the order actually is supposed to be, but I feel like the Shadow stuff should have been before that because that shows him going crazy at the end of it. But otherwise, that's neither here nor there. You know, the slow issues are slow, and it wasn't needed, but it picked up pace at the end. Never, you know, never looked back. So
0: Okay, well, I gave this a six. Oh wow! That's why I was very. Uh, I think Batman 500 was great. I think the God of Fear stuff was great. Uh, the first half of the first issue where Bane's chucking him around and the aftermath of Broken Bat was good. I don't know. It's it. It just seemed to drag along a lot. I said the I, I like. I've already bellyached before with the whole Nightwing situation and how Jean Paul just was just thrusted into this all of a sudden without any proper well a better build up. For becoming Batman. Like, if you put him with Robin a lot more in Broken Bat, I could get him behind that. But yeah. it still feels just unrealistic of Batman of all people to. Just- put some rookie like him in the in the man's but yeah it just felt like a lot of filler especially that catwoman issue like you guys said it, the crime boss stuff as it, well yeah the
2: catwoman stuff just was
0: out of place it, I, I wanted I, him to go after more more of the arkham villains that escaped like i would have liked to see a follow-up to joker because we get joker at the beginning and then he's gone i'm, I'm sure he's going to show up in the next in the crusade or whatever it just felt like who did who did asriel batman go after we got we got bane and his goons fine scarecrow some crime bosses and some, and some street punks, yeah. yeah, and I guess anarchy, maybe. So like, it's not as many issues as Broken Bat. I think it's like three less, but it's it still felt a little anemic for me. It could have been padded out or not padded out as much, but I don't know. All right, so averaged out for all together, it is a clean seven for us altogether. Uh, you
2: subtract one from eight and add one to six. That's seven. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I could have done it that way, but I did it the
1: normal way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with a calculator.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I should edit all this out. <laughs> I don't think you should. <laughs> I'm going to get it clean just in case because of runtime.
2: <laughs> so the one thing I wanted to say there uh, at the end, though, was that you had mentioned that the reason that they make this character was because of all the extreme stuff going on. Yes. The one thing that they did right about this, which I wish they would have carried on with, and it makes sense to me, not so much the fingers of the gauntlet, But there's a lot of aspects of the gauntlet that make a lot of sense that should have been kept with a character, especially, in my opinion, the grappling hook. Because it makes more sense to already have that accessible – like, again, we're going to say Spider-Man has the web shooters right on his wrist. So why doesn't Batman, instead of going and grabbing his grappling hook like he always has to, why – it make more sense to have that and other items right on his wrist. Batman wearing gauntlets gets revisited later on whenever uh, Scott Snyder started writing it at the new 52, uh-huh. which was fine. But I feel like there was aspects of the extreme stuff that could have been actually used later on. And they, they missed the opportunity to make some really cool bat yeah. tech, I should say.
0: I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, Chris, do you have any other words that we may have not gone over? I hope not because it's uh, eight hours long, but I will not stop you. <laughs>
1: Uh, just that leg pouch on the bad armor. I hate that.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> that's that, I mean, just That's me. a staple in 90s. Yeah, that's yeah a but yeah, that gets, I, leg
2: that gets fixed in a couple issues. So yeah, I think it becomes, a yeah. I
0: think that's going to do it. If you have any questions, comments, queries, whatever, the run at gmail.com. Chris
1: until next time,
0: until next time
1: was, up? Up? Up?
0: Oh God, that's really, really loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's 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 gonna make someone angry if they make it all the way to the end <laughs> until next time wow you stuck with the show to the end this show was produced and edited by me as well as those OSA lovely vocals were by me also a special thank you to kimberly lee for the show art you can see more of her work at kimberlyleeart.weebly.com if you truly enjoyed this please share it and tell a friend and vote us five stars on whatever podcast platform you use that would help us out tremendously thank you so much for listening